Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Hello everyone, a very happy new year If you missed us on Saturday afternoon Barry Ferguson, Davey Proven and myself were on Cy Ferry, Rob McLean, happy new year Cy Happy new year boys, uh, hope it's uh, a great one for you all And to you, you too Rob Yeah, all the best, have a good 2021 And thanks to everyone who's been tuning in over 2020 Here we are 2021 And Barry, Saturday afternoon as everyone knows Celtic had so much of the pressure Rangers got the goal, took the points And 19 points clear Virtually now the title race is over Yeah, listen, I've got to be honest with you I thought Celtic were uh, very good on the day Um, Rangers weren't at the best But the sign of a good team is when you're not at your best um, You produce a win And that's what Rangers done in the end It did help with Beaton getting sent off There's no doubt about that But Rangers um, punished them Three or four minutes after that With the, the own goal um, so I think overall sometimes these sort of performances and results you're delighted once the dust settles a bit I'm sure that the Rangers manager and the Rangers players will be delighted with getting the three points Celtic looked like the team who were on such a run for so long side, but they came up against Alan McGregor yeah exactly and um, it's a new test for Rangers you know I think it's the first time this year they've been dominated so it's a, a tick off that list because they still managed to grind the result out so they showed again a different side to them uh, on Celtic, Paul, it's hard to be critical because I thought they were excellent. You know, both players and management, I thought they got their, their tactics spot on. Uh, questioned the diamond, um, but I, th- I thought it worked really well. But what I did say is, it's a tough ask for the two at the sides. And that one time that he didn't get out to close to Werner, then he, he, he's got the quality to put that ball in behind their beat on and the, the red card changes the game. So, yeah, you got, they got the tactics spot on, but again... A mistake that's happened too many times this year with the ball in behind causing causing Celtic too many troubles and then not to defend at a corner kick which is, is, is unacceptable when you've dominated the game but again it's happened too many times for Celtic this year 0808 17 17 700 Rob what do you think have you ever seen uh, a start of the year like this with a 19 point advantage to Rangers and uh, it's surely it's theirs to lose now yeah I mean for me Celtic had to win uh, even a draw wasn't good enough because it just kept it as it was so the fact that Rangers won it I mean game over title over and it's going to be interesting what Celtic do from here um, do Celtic stick with Neil Lennon till the end of the season or do they make a change sometime soon get a new manager in who's going to oversee the summer recruitment of players it's, it's a rebuild surely for Celtic coming up yeah I've no doubt in my mind it's, it's a rebuild um, there's a lot of players well on loan that they'll get sent back to their, their, their parent club um, Scott Brown is, is he coming to end his, his Celtic career um, and there's a number of players that want to go and move on and play elsewhere so whoever's going to take Celtic forward um, has got a, a big rebuild but it's a good job to get Celtic are a, a big club um, so I'm sure there'll be a lot of managers interested but I think a lot of the Celtic fans will look at that game on Saturday and being pressed with the way that Celtic played. I know they didn't get the win, which I think they needed. Um, but overall, um, I think the Celtic manager, Neil Lennon, will, will be pleased the way they played. Neil Lennon. Def- yeah. Sorry, Paul, he'll yeah. definitely be there at the end of the season, I think. 
I think the way they've played the last five games, you, reckon? you know, there's yeah. been an improvement. If he was going to go, he'd have went after the, the Ross County game for me. I think they were in a worse situation. I know they're yeah. even further behind in the league. And I feel for him because he, he played four games where he had a team that, that I've said they don't press well enough in the opposition half. He's got that through bringing in Sorrow and Turnbull. But also what made a big difference was having Julian and Ayer at the back for their pace. And I think when Julian slid into that post against Dundee United, Beaton came on and I could read the, the warning sign straight away. I think Dundee United had two chances as soon as Beaton came with a lack of pace. And again, on on Saturday, he's got them playing well. He has to make another big change with your centre-back, Beaton coming in, although he was good on the ball. So That so, ball in behind with a lack of pace, I think that, that killed how he's been playing the last four games. So can I take you back, side to, to what you're saying about Neil Lennon then? So, so, so you think that Celtic will change their manager at the end of the season? Do, uh, I don't do, know. Do you? I don't. I don't know if they definitely will, but I don't no. think they'll change it before then. Right. I don't think Neil Lennon will lose his job do you, before so do the you, summer. Do you think Neil Lennon is still the man? The man to take Celtic forward? Would you? Would you be looking seriously at continuing with Neil Lennon, despite the fact that they've dropped out of the Europa League, Champions League, League Cup, and they've lost the title until the end of the season? Yeah, I think you stick with Neil Lennon. I don't think there'd be many out there that would want to come and take the job now. You come in here with a new job and you're starting off if you are going to be the guy that loses the league it's not a great start as a Celtic manager okay fans will realise that it's not you that's been there the full season but your name will be still be set within that I would, think. would he be supervising recruitment of players then yeah. continuing to do that has he been doing that I don't know it comes back to recruitment I think Celtic's recruitment wasn't good enough in mm. terms of the time you look at Rangers recruitment yeah. Yeah. Rob yeah. Sorry, they, were, they were brought in early First day of pre-season, they get to know their teammates, yeah. they get to know their environment they're going to be playing in, yeah. the demands, the expectations. That that was the problem I think Celtic had. They brought in players, but I think the players that they brought in, they brought them in too late. All right, what do the Celtic fans think? That's a good point you make. It's uh, Neil Lennon who took them on the plane to Dubai. They're over there at the moment, and the jury's out on that. Some Celtic fans feel, well, why are they away in Dubai? Uh, the league's virtually over. Um, why are they there what do you reckon 08, 08 17 17 700 but as Sai says he has got them playing well it's too late he made some of the changes bringing in Sorrow uh, Turnbull we know there was Covid but uh, finally he's got a lineup that looks much better would you have t- played Duffy instead of Beaton on Saturday Sai no, no, no I think Beaton's done better when he's played that right, position okay. this season but yeah. on the recruitment I totally agree with Barry I said this to Barry the day I mean you look at Rangers at the start of the season and, and, and Stephen yeah. Gerrard said we're going to play this style in this formation 4-3-3 we're going to sign players that can play in that formation in my style he's probably been offered better players that doesn't fit his style and he's knocked them back I look at Celtic and it doesn't look to me as if they've done that because you, you finish the season six months you play 3-5-2 you, you win virtually every game and then your first sign in the next season is Mohamed El Yunusi where does he fit in at a 3-5-2 which tells me that Celtic have done. Celtic have looked at good players who were available. Do this, and the thinking of does it suit our system hasn't came in. It. They've just signed good players on the basis of them being having a decent record, maybe playing in the Premier League, but they haven't suited the certain type of system that Neil Lennon wanted to play th- for the last six months of last season. Whereas Rangers went with a system, and you fit into that system. And, when that's, you're not coming. and that's yeah. it, Paul. And that's why when Rangers have injuries, they don't need to go and change formations yeah. and shapes because they've signed players to fit that system. We're Celtic haven't, and that's why mm. when they've had two or three injuries, they've had to go from a three to a four. Now, how many teams win leagues changing their formation three or four times a year? Yep. It, it doesn't yep. happen. That, that's the difference when there's a, a lack of form 
from a Rangers player that are during the game he's not playing well or there's an injury you've got players on the sidelines that can ne- then can come in and fit into that formation yeah. style of play because that, they've, because the they've played it all year Barry and they've trained that way all year yep and he has his recruitment you've got to I mean you look at the, you look at that team that played on Saturday against Celtic it's virtually the same team that finished the season yeah. last season yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. apart from yeah. Roof sure. everybody that starting lineup. Yeah. The only difference was was rough, but and Balligan, sorry, and Balligan. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Right, that was two players mm-hmm. out of nine. And f- and for me, the, they keep on the signings who are having an impact for Rangers keep yes. on coming even now. Mm-hmm. Yanis Hadji, yeah, he's actually developed into he made a, 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 re- a really big part of that yeah. team. Yeah, I've been and, critical, and, and, and there was a point where you would have thought, mm, don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I've been critical at times with Hadji. Um, he had a difficult start to the the season. Um, he's lost a bit of form he's got back into the team the manager made a big call by not playing him I thought he came on and made a difference mm. in the second half um, he showed a good appetite and he showed that he wants to try and get into that, that starting 11 and a lot of people's making out about Alan McGregor I mean don't get me wrong he, he says we're out, out of this world world class whatever you want to call him yep. Balligan in the second half mm-hmm. made an unbelievable tackle yep. block whatever you want to call it on Edward and he's been a real fine for Stephen Gerrard yeah. but what Rangers have signed as well is guys that have got legs mm-hmm. you know Celtic have signed Shane Duffy El Yunusi and a Yeti for me and again as I've said on paper because they're coming from the Premier League you think yeah that looks like a good signing mm-hmm. to me but then you think back to guys like Joey Barton and Nico Crankcha mm-hmm. who you expect to come up here because they've played in the, but if you cannot run That's and right. you've not got legs in the SPL then you will struggle and Celtic have signed too many of them and what Rangers have done and Balligan okay he's 33 but the one plus that he had is that he played in the championship last year which is similar to the SPL you know it's the same sort of pace than what the English Premier League is and that's why I think he's came in and cruised it here because he'd been used to this pace again playing in the championship last year so for you Si the title was kind of won in the summertime by the signings that uh, Stephen Gerrard and Rangers had and that system that they've maintained no I don't think the title was won on the signings but I think circumstances that have happened like the Covid and injuries has, has built from seen, there, yeah, yeah. It's, built from there. Yeah. it's not allowed Neil Lennon to play a settled team every week I think you see now the last five games that he's played a settled team you can see the difference in their performance but because of the recruitment in the summer he never got the chance to do that in the first but half of the season believe me when I say this Paul it makes a difference when you sign a new player and you, got, you get him in the first day mm-hmm. yeah the first day makes a big difference. You straighten your um, thinking fair again. Yeah, they've been in a, a different training ground. They've been playing with different players. You get them in early doors. They get to know their teammates. They get to know the environment they're going to be working in. And it helps you. And that's the thing that Steven Gerrard done. When this lockdown happened in March, when um, the league got uh, closed down, I think he went away and looked at the recruitment and went and got his signings done early, which I, I think has been crucial for Rangers this season. But it, show, it shows massively in the first... Celtic Rangers game I think they went away for international duty and I think Neil Lennon was saying he only had one day to work on his, his team and he had to, had to change it all but I think he went for a four to a three with one day to prepare whereas Rangers don't even need to prepare because they've been preparing in that, that, that same four three three formation the full season so it's not a case of going out and, and working on something new because they've been doing it for 18 months it's basically just fine tuning things of this is what the opposition, opposition might do tomorrow this is how we stop it. But in general, we are going to play the exact same way. Whereas Neil Lennon's got a day to change a whole new system, teach a whole new system to guys that haven't played in that system before. And, it, and that's why it's been a tough ask. Great 
insight, Rob, isn't it? From Sai and yeah. from Barry and yourself. 0808 17 17 700. Shall we hear from Stephen Gerrard about that huge gap at the top? We don't look at the 19-point the lead. We look at Aberdeen. Three points available. I think there's 48 points to play for. Uh, so a lot of challenges, a lot of tough obstacles to get over. Today was big in terms of um, making a statement, proving that we can uh, win our second, second derby out of two. So that's really pleasing. Uh, we don't look at leads and, and what we are. Our season starts now. Feet in the ground, Rob. Still there. Yeah, make yep. a, yeah, making a statement, making another statement. They've been making statements all season long. Um, and they've got the right attitude and, the, and they, they can see the finishing line and they, they will not give up they will not let up and, and, until they've, they've got there but I think it's interesting you know the, the whole chat about recruitment I think is really interesting mm-hmm. you know about, about how Celtic go from here and about what's happened retrospectively as well that the last raft of signings for, for Stephen Gerrard and Rangers have been v- very effective with some of them it's taken a while for them to bed in we've had our doubts about them they've all pretty much come through and from a Celtic point of view uh, Neil Lennon hasn't been able to add effectively to what he had before because the 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 most recent arrivals the likes of David Turnbull yes in mm. the last few weeks but the likes of Laxalt and Duffy have not added to what he already had but Rob there's no surprise that Turnbull's done well because he's played in the league he knows the league and that's that's the sort of players that Celtic should have been signing I still go back to Stephen Fletcher you're looking for a guy to play up front with Edward. What I'm looking for is a guy that stretches defences, knows how to work a back four, is good in the air, can link up. And, and you go, you get him a chance with him on a free transfer. He knows the league. He plays 50 games a season in the Championship. He's never injured. He plays every week. And instead you sign a guy who's no... On, as I say, at first you think he's yet a yeah, good signing, but when you think about it, he's not played for a year. See, recruitment at a football club's number one. Yeah. It's number is that one. The yeah, biggest of thing. It is. That's sure. the biggest yeah. thing at a football club mm-hmm. is recruitment and getting the cr- recruitment. You're not always going to get your signings spot on, mm-hmm. but you need to get a high percentage. And I think that's what Stephen Gerrard's done with the signings that he's made. Great recruitment and great manager together. That's what you need. Or yeah, is it the manager but, driving yeah. it. Yeah, but, well, you, you've got to give the Rangers board. Uh, yeah. Douglas Park yeah. um, credit for banking his manager he has backed him in the transfer mm-hmm. market um, he, he's gave him money to go and spend and I think he spent the, the money very wisely I also think that Gerard's time working with Klopp's came, work, helped massively you know Liverpool they play the exact same system of Rangers and I think his recruitment's been the exact same I've no doubt that Jurgen Klopp's been offered world class players and he's knocked them back because they don't fit in his system and he's took what we think is a lesser player but he sees that they fit in how he plays and again that's why for me Liverpool have been so successful they never change from the way that they play because the players that come in understand exactly the role that they're going to play and again I think Rangers have, have, have mimicked that Great points loving the chat uh, one of us got sent off on Saturday we'll talk about that <laughs> a little bit later but uh, yeah, he brought yeah, shame to the yeah. show <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest be, oh, by the way I'll not be the first I'm not the last thing I'll be honest it's a yellow card I'm glad you said it I would tell you the truth we've examined the video evidence yeah. we've called in the, yeah. the I would what? be appealing it should the, appealing the club it. should appeal at Peterhead thanks will, will we no, no. He'll, be de- he'll be delighted I'm not playing the next three games oh, <laughs> but do you know the worst yeah. thing is that I got sent off the exact same time last year so oh, yeah. there's conspiracy theorists oh, that are yeah. saying I'm, I'm meaning it because it's a Christmas year. period but, uh, yeah. but absolutely not I'm desperate to play I'm devastated because yeah. I said to you in the office yeah I'm the first to get onto the boys when, yeah. when somebody does yeah. something wrong is so that hard I was devastated Saturday it was yeah. uh, you know you're the coach yeah. and as I say, I'm always on to the boys about standards and doing things properly. And we're, we're under the cosh at the time, and you go and you go and make a stupid decision. You're doing it to ten men, and the boys are under the cosh for eighteen minutes. But they've done well, great. So, but, but I'm sometimes you, you've got to, 
Look, I'm not saying you've got to make fouls like that, but you've got to do it in a game because he was breaking forward. Yeah, so you've got yeah. to, it was a take one for the team. Yeah, you've got to do that. Yeah, you, you, you took out Meganson, but but there was another player close by, wasn't there? So yeah. was it Jason? Jason, Jason Brown. Brown. Jason Brown. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we, we've had a look at the, <laughs> the <laughs> panel. The radio panel. I love you. Thanks very much, lads. You made us feel better. Thank you. In fact, let's let's club together and pay for the appeal. Well, what are you doing at centre back anyway? I said again. That's what we've said. We had two subs on Saturday and one was a young kid and one was a guy that we signed in the summer that's not played at all so injuries, Covid we had to, had to go and play centre back and had an absolute shocker Let's take our first call it's Sean from Garthamlock is on Sean, good afternoon good evening Good evening guys Happy New Year to you Happy New Year was, it, man? You, mu- you must be happy Oh I'm happy but see to be honest Celtic were the better team start up to 60 minutes to that red care because yep. We we won the end the game. I think we had one shot and that was the goal. But it's the scoreline that matters, isn't it? It's the goals that count, Sean. Definitely. Yep. So what about your goalkeeper? Three. What about Alan McGregor? What would you say? Oh, McGregor was fantastic. But they were saying on the commentator and all on Sky Sports, who thinks the better goalkeeper, Alan McGregor uh-huh. or um, what's his name again? Andy Gorham. Oh, Gorham was doing the Rangers. Gorham, sorry, I think Klaus is up there, I know. Okay. Who would you say? Is it McGregor for you? McGregor or Gorham? Yeah. Um, I'd probably say it would just be uh, Gorham, but then my second would probably actually go Klaus. Mm-hmm. And McGregor's my first. But McGregor's fantastic. Sean, listen, uh, Christmas is gone, but uh, a couple of parcels have arrived here. We've had them checked out. Uh, and the Aye, guys, should so they well. open them? One for Barry and one for Si. Is this for you, Sean? Aye, Sean, you're a good yeah, man. I'm just about to open it. I've no time to open it. Oh, this is exciting. What have I got? Yeah. Only two packages, yeah? Only two, yeah. <laughs> oh, a bottle of bucket, Sean. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, see if I was allowed, mate, I'd come up to your house tonight and we'd drink it together, but I can't, mate, because of all this stuff. Look, see, I've got the proper it. stuff, Sean. You've gave me the Italian red. Love it. Oh, very oh, nice. Tremendous. What a guy, Sean. Sean. Yeah, sex in my world. Give yeah. your address, but Barry's going to send you a signed uh, shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you happy that the team will go on now and see out to the league? You hear the managers just saying, you know, game at a time, but there's no doubt about it. Surely Rangers will now uh, go ahead and win the title. Yes, definitely. I think we will go on and win it. Just hopefully. See, to be honest, I don't want this league getting stoked because they're locked in, because sure. I want to win it in 38 games. I don't want the league getting gifted. When, when you get when you gave that yeah. massive prediction, Sean, where you Rangers were going to win everything, including the Eurovision Song Contest, I think it was <laughs> at the time. Did you have a points differential? Did you say Did you say how many points Rangers would win it by at that stage? I'm trying to remember. No, I, I don't. I don't think I did. I don't, I'm not too sure. What do you, What do you think now? What What do you think the the final points difference will well, be? I, I, I think they need, well, they say there's 48, 48 points to go. Rangers can if Rangers win their next twelve games. They'll be champions, so I, I think that would take us to the end of March. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, I, I tell you what, they've, they've got a big January. Yeah, they've yep. got tough games. They've got Aberdeen away. They've got Hibs away, and they've got Motherwell away. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I, I'm like most Rangers fans. I, I'm not getting carried away. I mm-hmm. still think Celtic will win the three games in hand. Ten points to me is still not a lot. I think if they come through this January period yeah. unscathed. I think then they're, they're, in, they're in the driving seat at this I'm moment. Amazed, I'm amazed you can say that with a straight face. I, I agree, so I, I, I still agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what, ten points has been done before. Uh, if it hadn't yeah. been done before, then I would say. Do but, you think Celtic can come back? 
I think Celtic could go on a run I really do yeah. I think if they get a goalkeeper in I think they need to get a goalkeeper for me Yeah but they're not going to get I mean you you know, know, Well the, the very fact that Neil Lennon has said Put him back in against Dundee United He's my number one He said Barkas He's my number one Clearly at that point We knew he was going to play Against Rangers I mean that that's it I mean you know it, if that's his number one, I mean, are the, are the board, is Peter Lowell really going to sanction uh, more spending on a goalkeeper See, when I, he's got three already? I think this is the time to do your recruitment. Yeah. Uh, look, the January for the trans- summer, yeah. yeah, yeah. For the summer, they've yeah. got to yeah, look but, ahead. And that, and, that, and that takes us back to the argument at the yep. top of the show. Is it's it Neil manager. Lennon who's in charge of, you so know, think, of the recruitment? Has he got a say in the recruitment? I think they've got to let him know. Mm. They've got, to, they've got to know what they're wanting to do. Is Neil Lennon going to take Celtic forward or is another manager? Because the recruitment stra- it starts now. I know you can bring players in in this, this January window, yeah. but yeah. you need to look ahead. There's, yeah. there'll, there'll be a lot of teams in for players. Fergie, that is that not why they've got people that do recruitment now, though? Because managers change so often, that's why they get a guy in to pick players and sign players. Yeah, but I, I still think it's always got to come down that the manager's got to tick them off and say, right, do you know mm. what, I'll take him. They, they bring players and say, what do you think... As a manager, you'll go and say, right, I want a central midfielder, I want a, a left fullback, a right fullback, and they'll bring you a list of four or five. Yeah. And then you'll go and say, right, I'll target they two. Yeah. I mean, look, look what Rangers yeah. have done. I mean, it's a, the Rangers example is a two and a half year yeah. recruitment yeah. process yeah. with Steven Gerrard at the centre of it. And, and he's been just putting pieces together all the way through, and look what it's turned out. You know, so so with Celtic, it's got to be a long term plan, hasn't it? And and the, Neil Lennon has to know, and the club has to know that, that the manager is staying the same if that's the case in the next few months. Yeah, and you also need to take into account in the summer if people are going to leave as well. Yeah, which they will. Yeah, which they will. Uh, you know, guys like Edward and Ayer, there will be big bids for them. Christie's uh, contract Christie's contract yeah. as well. so uh, I agree with the boys it's a, it's a total rebuilding job at Celtic yeah. and next and then you've year. got the low knees you've got Lax he'll go back yeah. to AC Milan Shane Duff he'll go back to Brighton how long, El- how long, are, these, El- how long are these loans for? How, how long I think until the, the end of the end season are they all till the end of the season? Yeah. yeah could some of them go back early? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, I mean, Shane Duffy, the likes of Shane Duffy, just to name one, I mean, yeah. is going to be really expensive. So is Laxall from from Milan. Mm. These guys are going to be in big wages. I think Elianus is as well. I think he's yeah. one of the higher yeah. earners. Yeah. So, so that's a lot of money if you're not getting a, a big return on it. Sean, thanks for calling. Cheers for the wine, Sean. Oh, cheers, Sean. Talk, man. Take care. Cheers. Yes, he kept cheers, his Sean. word. He was on a few weeks ago, and he promised to bring that in. We will be drinking it responsibly. Well, we won't be drinking no. it, Rob. But uh, oh, thanks, I thought, Sean. I thought you meant we'd be drinking it responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> what you dry in January? Uh, yeah, we are. Well, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, you yeah, going dry? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair play. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, my birthday next Monday, so I'm absolutely. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> After that, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Thirty-three next Monday. Thirty-three next Monday, yeah. Paul. Good. Still That's, look tremendous, don't I? You do actually yeah. looking well. Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson. A month. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's made me feel really good. But he looks great as well, does, doesn't he, for 43? Yeah, does indeed. I said to him, he looks yeah. better now than when he played. Yeah. I, I thought he was, didn't think he was the best looking when he played, uh, but now he's gorgeous. It's, 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 it's that moisturiser. That's it. Do you know, 14 years ago today, Paul Le Guin said the same thing to him. You don't look that great. It's 14 oh, years ago today wow. that Paul Le Guin left Rangers Barry. A day you remember well. Yeah, yeah. I know, we've spoken look, about it before. Yeah, yeah. I've been open about it. Yeah. I, I think he, he worked his ticket to to get out, and all the nonsense that was wrote about it that we'd um, me, me as captain had um, like a a group that were going against him was absolute nonsense. Not true. Sabotage. No, sabotage. No, There's no, your French it, one. It, it was nonsense. It was absolute nonsense. Um, one thing I was guilty of was keep my feelings inside for too long. Mm-hmm. I let it. I let. I let it go after one game. I should maybe have done it a month or two before that. Um, but look, as a Rangers player, I could never accept being third, fourth in the league. Um, 
him as a manager did accept that and I let things build up inside me and I let things go after one game which didn't help me well, Barry Ferguson is with us, along with Cy Ferry, Rob McLean and me, Paul Cooney. Uh, after the weekend, when Rangers are one-goal victory against Celtic, 19 points clear, Celtic three games in hand, but Rangers well ahead in the title race. Aberdeen and Dundee United, 0-0. Hamilton, a three-goal victory in the Derby over Motherwell. Hibs, 0. Livingston, 3. They're looking to be the third force wow. in Scottish football, but uh, that's three in a row. Poor results. Kilmarnock 1, St Mirren 1, and Ross County 1, St Johnson 1. Some of the topics, what do you think about the penalty decision? Neil Lennon was not happy uh, about the red card, the red card run penalty. Uh, he thought it shouldn't have been a red card for Beaton. I think the referee has made the wrong decision and it's changed the course of the game. Well, it's not a sending off, it's a foul. You know, we've got Ayer coming on the cover, Morelos is in a wide position. You make, it's not a clear and obvious goal scoring opportunity. You may get a shot off, but he's certainly not clean through on goal. And I think he's too quick to get the red card out, so bitterly disappointed. And again, we've been done by a, a pretty poor refereeing decision. I didn't think he was great all day. More on that next. The Goal Radio Football Show. So we had to sort of jig things, and we got really unfortunate with the goal as well, you know. And then we had a great chance at the end. Elianusi, you know, we should execute the pass better for Hudson. And, you know, we kept going. The our goalkeeper had nothing to do today. We were really pleased with the first half performance. We needed a goal to top it off. And then we felt the goal was coming up until the red card, which, you know, changed the course of the game. 1-0 for Rangers. Uh, what do you reckon? Is it Rangers title now? Celtic, is there any way back? 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're on the socials at Go Football Show. Or you can text your message... 87474 0808 17 17 700 Barry on Saturday afternoon you said no question it's a red card Sai what do you feel uh, about Beaton's the decision by referee Bobby Madden yeah I think by the letter of the law it's a, a law sorry it's a red card I get where Neil Lennon's coming to I think he's going to go wide you know it would be a hard shot to score from there so I can see where he's coming from and Ayer is on the cover but by the letter of the law he's the last man and um, it's a goal scoring opportunity so for me it is a red card Barry yeah. I, I think Ayer's not I think he's too far across Ayer yeah. he's got to be te- I think if Ayer's 10 yards further across I think it makes Bobby Madden's decision a, a yellow card Beton's caught in the wrong, wrong side him. it is a foul um, but I think he is going through on goal I, I get it he is going slightly wide at an angle coming in on goal but for me it's a, a clear red card all day I think, I think by the time Ayer gets across from 20 yards away um, Morelos has taken a step or two inside and got himself a decent angle he's going to get a shot, a shot away mm. um, to me uh, that's an obvious goal scoring possibility yep. again that's been Celtic's problem the whole year when that ball's at Tavernier right back there's no pressure on the ball the back two need to drop Laxell needs to drop they need to stop the ball going into that space Ayer should fair Barry's saying Ayer should be 10 yards further over the pitch when the ball's over the right hand side of the pitch you don't stand in the middle of the pitch as a centre back you shuffle across and again, it's happened too many times with Celtic where you are in control of the game and it takes one pass to kill the game for you. Have they just switched uh, off? Yeah, they've switched yep. off. And I say there's only much, so much a manager can do. These players must know that when the ball's at right back, you, you shuffle across the pitch. You naturally go, a, go across, yeah. I think. And you never leave a wide open gap right through the middle. And that's what I think of a Vyers 10 yards. Especially when Morelos is there, yep. Barry. And that's his game. He wants to run into the channels. You make sure that the channels are blocked off, don't you? Well, if Beaton goes to go to the ball with Morelos, he obviously turns him. 
Ayer's got to be slightly deeper as well, yeah. so he's on the cover. It's, it's about decision making as well, isn't it, for, for near Beaton? It's, it's that split second, what am I doing here? Am I taking him out? Am I running the risk of a red card? Yes, of course you are. Or am I going to let him go? He's right side of the box. He is at an angle at the moment. I'm going to take my chances that Ayer's going to get across or the goalkeeper's going to come out and make a save or narrow the angle or whatever. But whatever you want, whatever you want to do, don't get sent off and kill the game. Yeah, I, I think we beat on as well. He tries to go and nick the ball, mm. where sometimes get behind him and be goal side. It's basically a centre midfielder yep. playing so centre half. Yep, end, you know? I think he's went and made the, the wrong decision. He's thought to himself, I, I've, I've, I've done mm. one here. And he's trying to obviously, he's pulled him back. It's a clear pull, as I said, but Ayer's got to be for me. If I'm looking at it as a coach, I'm saying, why are you not shuffling across? Yeah. We were talking at half time, you and Davy Proven. What would uh, Stephen Gerrard say to his players? And at the end, he was telling Sky Sports, this is what he said to them. I just asked them how much he wanted to win a derby. That was the only question they needed to be asked. If you want to win a derby, especially here at Ibrox, we're, we're protecting our stadium and our supporters. Uh, you can't be passive, you can't be second best. We've got to let Celtic know they're in a game. Credit to Celtic. I thought they played really well in the first half but look we, we were outstanding in the cup final for 90 minutes not so long ago and got nothing for it um, it's about the end results we've won the game we stretch our lead um, we remain humble and we move on to Aberdeen now Barry reminded them what it was about yeah I mean sometimes you, people go on about tactics and, and going through things that you're not doing right for me I, I think if I was sitting in that dressing room my manager come in and said that to me I'd be desperate to go out in that second half Um as I said, tactics go out the window. It's how much you want to beat your your fiercest rivals. And that's probably all what, what you had to say. And listen, they came out and, uh, I'll be honest, they were slightly better than they were in the first half, but Celtic were still in control for me until they're sending off. But for me, it, it just brings a smile to my face. Again, people are on about coaching and mm. tactical things. Sometimes that's not needed. Sometimes it's just... It's the rally cry. Yep. yep. And that's what the manager's done. And he's got a slight bounce off that. And the game tells the story of the season, doesn't it, to a large degree? Celtic recently have been a whole lot better, but still not good enough because for all their good play, they didn't get the goal they badly needed uh, and they lost a, a goal from a set piece, which has become a recurring theme for them as well. And th- the biggest match of the season, um, they've come up short. Now you're spot on. And, and that, as I say, that's some Celtic. They switch off too easily. Rangers don't. You know, it doesn't matter how Rangers are playing off the on the ball, sorry. They're so well drilled off the ball. No one's out of position when they shouldn't be. Uh, and when to, when teams do eventually have some good play to get through them, they've got a goalkeeper behind them that, that's there to save the day. And Celtic haven't had that this year. And again, we've said it on here before, it's a massive thing to have. When you are that well drilled, of course against a good team like Celtic, they are going to get opportunities. But when you've got a guy behind you that you know can save shots into the top corner for 25 yards, and it gives you so much confidence. And I think you've, you've seen that with Rangers defensively this year, and that's been the difference. Here's Scott on the line of Rangers fans. Scott, good evening. Hi guys, how are you doing? Uh, good, thanks, how are you? Thanks for calling in. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, I've had a great start to New Year. Don't <laughs> <you>? <laughs> I'm sure, of course you have. Yeah. How do you feel about Saturday? Were you worried at half-time? Yes, extremely. I thought it was just, I thought uh, we're not winning this. I, there was a thought in back of my mind, we've gone to Dubai early this year in terms of we're going to throw it from here, but Luckily, they went out to 10 men and we were just able to pick them off and win the game from then on out. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just want to ask... Yep. Sorry. On yeah, your, I, I said half an hour into the game, Rangers need to get in here. Mm-hmm. Level. You did. Yep. Celtic yeah, like had to score as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, but yeah. I, just when Rangers are not playing well, but sometimes a lot of people look at Rangers were bad. Sometimes you've got to give, give yeah. the opposition credit and you've got to give Celtic credit because... 
they came with a game plan they were in Rangers faces but half an hour gone I'm thinking to myself next 15, 16 minutes just make sure you keep it this, this same result and get it at half time and then that's where the manager goes and earns his money and you, you heard what the manager said how much do you want to win an old firm game he earned the big bucks then yep. Scott what are we going to ask I was going to ask about Morelos I've seen a lot of criticism for his performance online the fact maybe some saying he should be dropped have roof through the middle and have Hadji out wide but I don't necessarily think that because he got his red card and I don't think any of our other strikers run the channels and get Beacon sent off in that situation I don't. I think Defoe and then Roof are too when they play up front, they like to stay in the middle. Unlike Morelos, who likes to run the channels, and he run the channels, got Beacon sent off. So just want to know what you think of that. That frustrates me, Morelos. No. I've always said, I think Morelos that's playing at the top of his game makes Rangers a better team. There's no doubt about it. He was frustrating me on Saturday because his link-up play wasn't what it was like on Wednesday night against St Mern. I thought he was really good against St Mern. As I said, he took his goal really well. But I take Scott's point there. Does any other centre forward go and roll mm. beat on the way that Morelos did? Um, is is Ruth, uh, Ruth, sorry, is he that kind of player? I don't know, but I like him. But he frustrates me. Don't get me wrong. During games, I I, I could jump through the the TV and and strangle him <laughs> at times. But that's um, what makes him a top player, though. Barry's yeah, mentality. Yeah. You see, when he is, he's poor on. He's not on his game on the ball. Yeah. He never gets his head never goes down. He still always backs himself. He still knows that he's going to get two defenders an absolute nightmare. Yeah, he's so a he, constant thorn. Yeah, exactly. like defenders are always worry about him. I think when they, again it's similar to what I say about Celtic's team sheet when a, a team sheet with Edward and Griffiths come in, you're you're, you're taking a back a bit and think you're in a game. When the team sheet comes in with Morelos, I'm sure the centre backs at any team are thinking, oh, we're we're going to bin for one here because he's a he's a pest at times. He's frustrating at times, but. I like him. I do. I think he's got a lot of good things um, going from. It wasn't his best game, but again, he done his he's, he done his part in terms of the the, the sending off. Rob. And, and he got himself involved, didn't he, in the aftermath of the the new Beaton sending off? He got himself booked in that sort of that scenario, and it, it, he seems incapable yeah. of keeping out of the. I mean, we, how many? How long has he been at Rangers now? Three three years, mm. two three it's two, frustrating, two three Rob. years. He doesn't and, need to uh, get get himself involved. Yeah. But again, I keep going back to it. If you take that yeah, side his game. his game out, I don't think he'll be the same player. He just needs to channel it a yeah, bit. Yeah, but you need to be a bit smarter. You yeah, know. he's got to channel but it. He could have been red carded at Tanadice. Yep. Uh, yep. For, I mean, for that, that challenge. He could have been, said, and if he'd been booked for the for the early challenge on Frimpong at mm-hmm. the weekend and he got booked in the, the aftermath of near Beaton going off, he could have been sent off there yep. as well. I think because it was two minutes into the game, I think Bobby Madden thought, right, it's a bit too early. I think that's 15, 20 minutes into the game, it may be a yellow card and then he's obviously running the risk for the rest of the game. But that incident, um, he doesn't need to get involved. But again, I don't want to take that, that bite out of him. He needs to have that. You had that, didn't you? Yeah, mate. Uh-huh. yeah. Listen, some people. You need to keep a lid. Yeah, you need he'll to get, keep he'll, something he'll, of a lid on it he's because definitely he's, no good to, he's no good to Rangers if he's if he's getting sent off in games and they're a man down. No, they need or, or he's missing games as he did recently through through suspension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he missed two games obviously with the incident you just mentioned there at Dundee United. Where it, what was I sending off? He's caught. Who who was it? He caught. It was, it it Connolly. was Connolly. Connolly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so he, he has got to watch what he's doing. He's got to learn to channel it. He's not getting. He's getting older. A lot of people say about his his age now. What age is he? Twenty three, coming on twenty four, yep. I think. Yeah. So he's not getting. He's getting the experience. He's played a yeah. lot of games. He just needs to learn to channel it. Scott, let's hear from Alan McGregor, and then we'll hear from you about your goalkeeper. Hopefully, come four or five months time, it'll be a huge one. It's weird. I thought we were really, really poor first half, and especially the fifteen minutes or whenever. Uh, they send off a card, but we're a wee bit better after that. But the ones that I say all the time, the ones are most important. In fact, here's your manager speaking about the goalkeeper. Outstanding. He's a world-class goalkeeper. The couple of saves he's, he's made to keep us in it. Outstanding and reliable, trustworthy. Um, and, and I know now, um, I already knew, but I know even more now why he's been so successful at this club, because he's bailed us out again on a couple of occasions. Scott? Hi. I think Gerard put it perfectly. I think he yeah, is just a world world class performance he had the weekend, and I think it's more just the shot stopping. I don't I don't even think his distribution's top, but the able the way he's able to lead from the back is like I, I've seen I've not seen a lot of goalkeepers in my time, but he's certainly the best. Mm-hmm. The way see, see, I've never seen a keeper yeah. in the world lead from the back like he does. Even top keepers, you don't see them shouting at organising the back line. Yeah, see on his distribution though, what he is very good at is when Rangers are pressing high, he's on the edge of his box. Mm-hmm. When the ball's played over the top and he's there, he reads that very well. Uh, it's his so, positional uh, sense uh, yeah, great. The distribution thing, for me, not a big important thing for a goalie to be able to ping the ball a bit because he's there to save shots mm-hmm. and he's there to read that ball over the top because Rangers press so high. Whereas for me, Barkas, again, we're talking about the Celtic, the red card, for me, he should be on the edge of his box. Mm-hmm. When the ball's that deep in Rangers half, he, he's standing on his six yard line. You know, if he's on the edge of his box, he can get to that ball. And maybe Beaton doesn't and he, need to and bring he, it down. And he can tell Beaton what to do. To do, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I, it looks to me like there's no communication it's, it's to, to Beaton. Sweeper, keeper. keeper there, exactly. There's got to be, their positional sense has got to be bang on at times. Yeah. But in terms of Alan McGregor, that's safe for Lee Griffiths. Did you see after it? He's sent it ref and never touched. <laughs> and I saw a goal kick. It's got to be a goal kick. <laughs> but what, but what, what an unbelievable yeah. save. Yeah. And see his distribution, was it him that threw the ball to Vernier for the red card as well? Am I right in saying that? Can't remember. Exactly. Play back. But I think yeah. I, th- I think Scott makes a really good point about the leadership from from the back, the the, the leadership that McGregor yeah. gives. You know, the, the pe- lots of people say, you know, I mean, like for instance, uh, Joe Lewis at Aberdeen is is the captain, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't like goalkeepers <laughs> being captains, and and Alan McGregor's not, but but he's a big leader in the team, and what what big effect he's had this season on them defensively. The, and, and maybe maybe during COVID as well with, with no crowds in the grounds when it's easier to switch off maybe as a defender when there's no reaction from the crowd to give you that split second yeah. warning he becomes even more important Great point you make yeah. I, I mean um, I, I says to you I, I was at the, the Livingston game and I, I'd mentioned Tavernier and, and Golston it surprised me how much they led I'm not surprised by Alan McGregor mm-hmm. he's always been he's been like that from a, since a young kid and I agree with you, I think it helps when no fans get in. He doesn't let MD come off the standards. Mm-hmm. If, if the standards start to lower, Alan McGregor will be bang on them. Yeah, it's like it's like the corner against for Celtic. Edward drifts off the front post. Now, if Alan McGregor's in the goal, Edward is not allowed to drift off that front post because he's screaming at him, stay in that front post, don't drift off. And that's what's killing Celtic too, especially for set pieces. I think that's why Celtic have conceded so many set pieces. You, Barry says you hear on you don't hear anyone saying yes you get your there's none of that uh, it's too quiet and, and a quiet team does not win leagues and it all starts for your goal I think the spine of your team defensively yeah. your goalkeeper one of your centre backs and one of your centre midfielders need to be talkers and you, Scott, you, you look yeah. at set pieces 
again, strangers, Alan McGregor's screaming at people, yeah. Golson screaming at people, make sure you're here, you're there, because obviously I work on it for 15, 20 minutes. Um, they know the system. Yeah, yeah. They, they know it, but it's when set pieces, as you know, three kicks outside the box, corner kicks in, vast majority of goals are scored <laughs> um, from set pieces, so you've got to have people who organise in there, and Alan McGregor is one of the biggest organisers. It's not even an organisation, Fergie, it's a demand as well. Oh, yeah, your man yeah. does not score. You, yeah. he, you, can, you hear keepers saying that, your man, and it makes a massive difference. And, and with Alan McGregor, 37, you've, you've got a coach playing in goals for you. You know, he's played with some top managers, some top players. He's a coach behind that, that back four. He's constantly coaching them. Celtic have not had that this year. I think Fraser Forster was massive in, 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 that, in that term last year. It was indeed. Scott, before you go, a quick word about your manager. See the headlines today, they're saying, take it as red. Gerard will get the job after Jurgen Klopp, probably a few years from now. Can Rangers hold on to him? I think I think that I was speaking as my mates earlier on. I think one of the first things Gerard would have said in his interview is, if Liverpool come in for me, can I go? Yeah. I think that would have been on the table from the off. And I've said this countless times, he's not leaving us for anyone who isn't Liverpool. Scott, thanks very much for calling. The Goal Radio Football Show. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Let's go! Thanks to Chris for the travel. Barry, what about the uh, weather? He's seen some snow in Lanarkshire. It's no stranger to Lanarkshire. Yeah, it's been a, like an ice rink. Yeah. All out, out uh, our way. Um, no, no ideal. I need to search about for bags of salt. Cause, um, it must take you about two weeks to, to salt that drive to size it. Three. <laughs> he's, he's got staff. He's got a staff. <laughs> Bob's just, out there doing the drive, isn't he? <laughs> he's struggling. He was. I actually spoke to to Bob because Malcolm. Yep. Yeah, your game um, is looking fifty-fifty for tomorrow. Tomorrow, who are you playing? And he's struggling yep. with his ice cream van to get up and down hills. Has <laughs> <laughs> he not got four-wheel drive on the, the ice cream van? No, that. <laughs> No, I, I, I didn't even ask him that. <laughs> no, they've not got four-wheel no. drive. No, of course they're going <laughs> But he's way. struggling. He's, uh, he's sliding all over the place mm-hmm. in East End of Glasgow. Yeah, take care if you're out and about. The conditions are terrible. And of course, Cy, si, we're going into the lockdown. So everyone, just look after yourselves, social distancing. We hope that the football will continue. There's been a lot of games down south over the past week or so have been postponed. Not so in Scotland. We hope that people stay safe and, and football continues because we need some kind of entertainment. You're the voice of the nation, Paul. You know you know about these things, but... Well, well, will it continue? Will speech. it continue? Uh, will it continue? Uh, do, do the football, I, ho- I sincerely hope so, yeah. Well, I, I, I just don't know just now, yeah. Why? But, really? Yeah, I don't think anybody knows, but uh, stay calm, wash your hands, hot water, uh, stay socially distanced, just look after yourself, and uh, we will get through it. The vaccine's coming. The yeah. vaccine, how many, was it 100,000 people have had it in yeah. Scotland already? So, keep the heat. That's Is it over 70s that are getting it first, so you, you and Rob have had it? Stead. <laughs> oh, outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> so, keep the heat. Uh, take it easy and stay tuned to Go Radio. We'll keep you right up to date. Yeah, I mean, serious keep type of people. Going. We have to, because for people's mental health, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know the fans... Yeah can't get to the games but at least they can they, they, they can watch on the club website yep. the games or what the streams whatever the clubs do it's, it's still something that they can go and watch it's, yeah, it's really it's, important isn't it yeah. it is it's important for, for Scotland as a country to try and keep the football going mm-hmm. ok and stay tuned to us and give us a call what do you think Celtic fans what are you feeling uh, the team in Dubai how do you feel about that Si where do you stand about Celtic going away for a few days Okay, I don't think it's great timing obviously with the pandemic going on but I think it was probably booked after their last trip straight away yeah. um, and I, I think from the playing side it worked last year um, no, It's I, not a great look is no, it? No it's not a great look as I've said at, at these times but um, 
half of Glasgow's over there just now. You know what I mean? So there are, there are other people that are over there. Yeah. Um, but there's also lots of people who've scrapped their holidays and maybe had not got their money back on the holiday they had booked around New Year time. Uh, you know, I just think the message isn't great. No, no, but I also, on, on the back of on the back of effective, well, on the back of most people conceding that the title's gone. Yeah, but I don't think the results should matter whether they're gone. You know, yeah, if right. it was booked. Yeah. As I say, if they were if they were winning, it's the same situation. If they're winning, should they be going only because of the pandemic? For me, it doesn't matter that they're 19 points behind. You know, if they think that that's the best way to go and get themselves refreshed for the second half of the season, football wise, then I'm totally fine with that. As I say, maybe just the timing with the pandemic, yeah. people are paying money to watch and and the, and the team are over there in Dubai. But and again with the beers on a Sunday, people have I think there's a photo came out and people are upset with that. But again, that a footballer having a beer on the day the day after a game. Eight days until his next game. It doesn't that that wouldn't the Where's the news on that? Exactly. Yeah. I think these guys, too, are, these yeah. guys are the robots. They've been under a lot of pressure. I think they've been in pr- pretty much most of Christmas and New Year. Deserve a wee day off to have a a better relaxing time. It's really easy in social media days to be really critical of people. You know, we're saying yeah. in one minute, hey, keep football going, keep the entertainment going. Well, if that helps uh, them to be in the sunshine for four or five days, then uh, good, can, lo- good luck. I can you. understand both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Celtic yeah. want to go. Maybe it's superstition what happened last year, um, and I can understand people's frustrations yep. where the way the seasons went that they're away over to the, the sun in Dubai. I don't even think they would have been able to train it Lennox time with the, the, the conditions. Snow, no. yeah. yeah, but I can I can see both sides. Yeah. Okay, let's hear from uh, Stephen Gerrard then after the game one nil on Saturday, and he talked about the gap earlier on. He spoke about Alan McGregor. He told us about the team talk, and he told us uh, how he feels after the match. Well, look, it's another big three points. It's another clean sheet. So, uh, really proud of the team in terms of their efforts. First half, we weren't good enough. We weren't ourselves. I thought we were second best in a lot of areas uh, and for large part of the first half thought it was a massive improvement in the second half we were getting up to people we were more aggressive we were more physical we were believing in ourselves and what we were doing in terms of the way we were trying to play so I was more pleased from 45 to the sending off uh, with the improvement and then obviously the, the sending off's a, a big major incident in the game and um, it looked like there was only going to be one team to win it from there and the other dugout Neil Lennon afterwards well certainly like in the, the last sort of Glasgow few derbies we were the, in the ascendancy all for the majority of the game you know we had all the legs we had all the quality we had all the pressing we had all the physicality we were by far superior and we just needed the finishing touch really and we felt it would come the longer the game went on we felt they would tire but they get a huge break with the goal and I think a huge break with the sending off as well you can hear in the voices Rob the, yeah. you know, the, the tale of two cities so Absolutely. one city two teams yeah, yeah total contrast isn't it and while Stephen Gerrard was, was talking there it was, I was just thinking um, I wonder what the I should know the answer to this before I pose the question but I, I wonder what the Premier League points total record points total is and whether Rangers could be breaking all sorts of records and and Nobody, nobody, particularly Barry, is going to admit that, that Rangers have got the title. I think most people probably would concede it, it's all over now. And, and But from here, Rangers could be smashing all sorts of records, potentially, if they keep up this momentum. I mean, they've, they, they've won 20 and drawn two of their 22, Barry. And, and they've got 16 games to go. It could be an amazing total they get to. It's an unbelievable um, start to the season. 20 wins, mm. two draws. Um, and you're right. Uh, what what they on points wise now? There's, 62. there's 48 points to go. Yep. I wouldn't put it past them with the, the yep. first half of the season. So there's a real opportunity for them to go and I don't know whether they can break a record or equal a record. They're not yep. too sure. Um, but that's so, a that's a real incentive, isn't it? It is. But they'll not care about that, will they? I, not... I, I I don't know. I, I, I why think, not? Why not? Yeah. 
I don't think that's what their focus will be on. No, the no, no, it's winning the t- winning yeah. the title is everything. Yeah. But then you know, once once you've reached that point of winning the title, then you can you know go bet go bigger than anyone's ever gone before. Yeah, you just hear the way he speaks. He talks about one game at a time all the time. I think that would be maybe in the back of his mind. But I don't. I honestly don't even think Stephen Gerrard would be thinking the league's won yet. Just the way he talks and oh. in, in, in his mindset, I think that'll be the furthest thing for his mind. In his mind, sorry to get that points total. I think, I think the they've looked leggy the last three weeks, Rangers. Yeah, I think the first time you start thinking it's over, yeah. it comes back and slaps you in the face. So they're going about it in the right manner. Um, what, what they're saying, how they're going about it. Look, I, I think f- from the the quarter final defeat to St Mun, the five games is a major response uh, from that team. Fifteen points. Uh, have they played great? I wouldn't say so. It's not been their best spell. No, no it's yeah. not been their no. best spell. But the signing a good team is yeah. you're picking up three points. Exactly. Especially when they look leggy, Fergie. But that that game on Saturday, Saturday, sorry, it's not just three points. It's that psychological boost that oh, yeah. you get to go yeah. again because you've 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 distanced the gap. You've beat Celtic again, and that gives you that wee extra five or ten percent to think. Right, it's in yeah. sight now. If we can get through this tough January, although we are tired, they can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And also, you've got a few injuries in a vital area, the midfield area, our yeah. field. They missed Jack, our and he likes to rotate in that area mm-hmm. and I think with a game on Wednesday night Stephen Davis playing um, I think he played the 90 minutes against it man mm-hmm. yeah. um, yep. and then he goes in and plays another 90 minutes um, three days later he's 36 yeah, years that's, old that's mm-hmm. not ideal I think maybe if, if Arfield and Jart were available Stephen Davis maybe have got rested in the Wednesday night um, I think so they missed Arfield to... Fergie didn't they oh he's a big miss I, I said that up oh, with Tavernier as Rangers best player this season when Celtic are pressing him high you need somebody Arfield does it well in these games he runs in yeah. beyond Morelos and they never really had that um, Saturday and I thought they were a bit predictable and that's why Celtic were able to go and press him so I think Fergie's spot on Do you know when Ranger... they get Jack and Arfield yep. back Do you know when Rangers last went unbeaten in the league when, when it was I would say about what, 18, 98, 99 oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's got the script from producer James <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year James 0808 08, 17, 17 700 Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, Paul Cooney and Rob McLean on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Going to talk about some of the other games as well at the weekend I'm looking forward to this weekend uh, Most of the matches on Saturday Rangers at Aberdeen on Sunday and then Celtic Hebs on Monday What about last night uh, Barry Hearts uh, slipped up against Dundee. Yeah, it was a surprise. Yeah. Yep. Um, won. Yeah. For me, the, they've got the strongest squad. Um, I fully expect them to go and win the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a couple of iffy results they've had. One at Dunfermline um, and then at, at yep. Dundee. So it's not going to be all plain sailing for Hearts this, this year. But I still think they're, they're good enough to to go straight up and win the league Sai five points clear of Dunfermline and Dundee on 19 points so Dundee your hometown yeah Dundee um, never started the season well again I think James McPake's made a great signing in Liam Fontaine I think they really missed the leader at the back I think they've had inexperienced goalies behind them again as we spoke about with Celtic very tough to win leagues when you've, you're playing with an inexperienced goalie I think to make up for that they've brought in Liam Fontaine who's done very well uh, and when you've got a guy like Charlie Adam playing in the Championship you've always got a chance because you know that when you're not playing particularly well I yep. didn't think there was much in the game the difference was the quality that Charlie Adams put in the box and if you've got a guy like that on set pieces corners free kicks you've always got a chance of winning the game if you can keep them out of the back and that's what Dundee are doing there Quick fire back to the Premiership Rob what are Motherwell going to do a three goal defeat at Hamilton uh, Keith Lasley was getting four games and obviously well the worst possible start who do you think is going to be manager? Um, Tommy Wright would be my choice um, 
and he would be the guy to stabilise things for them at the moment. I mean, you know, the easiest option for Motherwell, the most obvious option is to is to keep Keith Lasley, just promote Keith Lasley from assistant to the number one position. But I mean, he got off to a shocking start at the weekend. Uh, can you take and, that chance from? Well, I, I think that match probably has made a massive difference because it wasn't just they were beaten; they were absolutely blown away by by Hamilton Ackies, um in the Lanarkshire derby. And you could see written all over Keith Lasley's face in his after match interview that he looked as if he'd seen a ghost. You know, mm-hmm. and he realised how bad it was for his job prospects yeah, I was speaking to Barry earlier today about Tommy Wright you know would would the players be the right fit for a Tommy Wright team but the more I think about it it probably would with guys like Alan Campbell and Marco Harden in the middle of the pitch they're Tommy Wright types aren't they mm. uh, Declan Gallagher at the back Ricky Lamy but the big question that I think you get now in Scotland with football fans is do Motherwell fans want to watch Tommy Wright's style of football for two or three years well do they want their team I know, to stay exactly, in the league and that's yeah. the balance that you get save pair of hands yeah, that's maybe to Tommy the end Wright. of the season yeah. but I would like to see John I said to you in the office I'd like to see John Robertson get a, get yeah. a shot I yeah, think he's he deserves a good shot track. Well. Okay. he plays nice football he's like done him. really well at Inverness yeah. like no, no wins in ten for Motherwell what about Hibs nil Livingston three so two things there Hibs the people were talking about Jack Ross as a future Celtic manager um, but they're in a bad run three that's, that's defeats. Two defeats in four days, Paul. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. at, at home against Ross County and against Livingston. I mean, the Hibs fans would have been looking for six points out of six. They got zero. They also yeah. didn't score and lost five goals in the, in the process. Well, I mean, those are two shocking results. Yeah, what what a run David Martindale's on. Um, it, a, a lot of people were surprised that he was probably um, given the the job, but some of the results that he's picked up have been brilliant. Five, five just, out of five. Sorry, and, and the teams that Livingston have beat. Just no match their enthusiasm and endeavour. You no. watch the goals for Saturday. Livingston are first at every second ball, and and teams in the SPL guys like teams like Aber, uh, sorry Hibs and come out. If you didn't do that, you're not good enough to go and out, outplay teams like Livingston. If you're not as hungry as they are, you'll lose games of football. Livingston are just in the basic better than other teams, and that's why they're getting They've results. Got their zip back again. Yeah. Yeah. Livingston, yeah. It's, good quali- it's good quality football as well, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people say they're back to front, and sometimes they are, but they've got a lot of good footballers. Yeah. Yeah, look well, at the Josh Mullen goal. Yeah, brilliantly yeah, created, yeah. beautifully taken goal. And then Scott Robinson, I mean, scored a cracker previously. Uh, his uh, The goal he scored uh, at the weekend was all about persistence mm. and determination, wasn't it? The defending from Hibs was poor. He wanted it more and he scored. Do you know the real shame, shame Sai, is that there's not going to be another uh, only an excuse where he would be great, wouldn't he? David Martindale, oh, to, to, to parody him, would be brilliant. I love his interviews. By the way, I, I yeah. like... I like a lot of the managers in the SPL now, I like the way they speak you know for a while the, it was frustrating for me with these guys that want to speak about philosophies and big words oh, you get guys now right. like Yogi back in and David Martindale and Mickey Mellon and it's giving me a real boost for football again I, I love listening to these guys they just tell you like it is and that's what us as football fans and we want. love listening to you guys we're back after this The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited have your boiler serviced replaced or repaired this winter Let's go Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Well, I think proved today that you know we're still in there fighting, although we have a, a long way to go now. You know, we lost this time last year, went on a brilliant run, bit of warm weather, you know, let them 
get some more and more and then come back and refresh and go again. Just some of the sounds from the weekend when Rangers had the one goal victory against Celtic, 19 points clear. And that was Neil Lennon. They were heading off to Dubai. What's the word of Balogun who had a crucial tackle, a block in the second half? Well, we spoke to him afterwards. Um, it was tough. I think we didn't play a good first half. We just put our heads together and said we have to step up our game, really, because they were really causing us trouble in the first half. There's no denying. And I think we showed a good reaction. The red card obviously helped our game plan as well. And I think we could dominate better then. Yeah, and I'm, I'm obviously, I'm happy to win that. It's a big game, especially on this day. It's huge for us today. But then again, nothing to get carried away with because season's still long. But it was definitely a big and important step towards the right direction. As Balogun afterwards, they speak well and nobody is conceding. They're not, they're not taking the title yet, Barry. No, and that, that, that's the, the right attitude to have. In terms of Balogun, been really impressed yeah. um, since the manager signed him. Um, but if you listen to the three interviews from the manager, McGregor and, and Balogun, they're honest enough to, to admit that Celtic were, were on top, um, but Rangers found a way to win, and that's the difference in this Rangers team this season. Cy Ferry, you think it might not be over yet. Celtic could come back, but Rangers would have to have an almighty slip-up like never before. Yeah, I think it would take a bit of a miracle, but as, as I've said before, having seen Celtic again play Saturday, there's no reason why that team can't go on, on a run. I know A big run at the end of the season. We've seen in their games they can compete with Rangers. Uh, could have won the game Saturday so the two old firm games Celtic are more than capable of winning if they're on their game and for the rest of the games I feel the exact same if they can play at their, their, their full potential they can go and win every game this season the big problem is defending set pieces and as we say they've no learned defensively the ball over the top um, but again it's about Rangers losing four and that, that's hard to see I agree with Fergie if they get through this January and they can win all, all their games in January then you'd maybe be looking at it and saying that it's almost impossible for Celtic. Here's Matt, a Celtic fan on the line from Belfast. Matt, good evening, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Thanks for having me on. Not at all. Thanks for calling. So, uh, I, I just want to sort of sort of pick your brains. And I, just, I was watching that game on Saturday, and I think you know I'm I was sad in saying that I haven't given up hope just yet. But if Rangers are going in the league, it shows just how important a top quality goalkeeper is. And, and that's for either the old firm. There's a net concession. It's, you, you know, throwing Connor Hazard in and Vasilis Barkas. You know, that game on Saturday proved that, you know, because if you look at uh, from the finance ministry board, Celtic and Rangers quality wise are pretty similar. I would say Celtic have a slightly stronger squad. But the goalkeeping situation, for me, if Rangers win it, is what has swung the ball in their favour. Because that save. McGregor pulled off from Griffiths was just out of this world and that's you know the, the turning point for me in that game but I knew we weren't going to win after that did you? Let's hear Griffiths on that before we hear from the guys. I thought it was in. You know, he's a world-class goalkeeper, and that's what that's what he brings you. He brings you points. You know, I couldn't hit it any sweeter. I think he's got his fingertips out and touched on the post. So, you know, listen, it's, it was a chance for me. Um, I never put it away. So, you know, we re- reflect, we train hard this week, and we get ready for Hibs at home next Monday. So, Matt, do you want to see Celtic trying to get Fraser Foster in now in January for the rest of the season? Absolutely, I think it's sticker twist for Celtic, and they can't just. You know, it can't just be business as normal and hoping that Barkas will come good. Yeah. They have to try something. That, you know, they have to try something. Barkas hasn't been good enough. I, I mean, no. on Saturday, he looked okay, but he just, I, like, I, I, you know, I couldn't tell if he talks with a Glaswegian accent or a Greek accent because <laughs> I've never heard him shout. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So is it too late? Or well, Si, is it time? Should they still get the checkbook out? I know it's five million, the four and a half million they spent. Is it time to uh, shell out for Fraser Foster if they can get him on that ninety grand a week for the rest of the season? Absolutely. No, just Fraser Foster. If he's not available, you need to go and try and get yeah. another goal. As I say, ten points has done, been done before because of that. You still need to go and give it a go. But I would need to disagree. I don't think it's just been on the def- on the goalkeeper that, that Rangers have been better. I think as a defensive unit, Rangers have been better throughout the whole team from the f- the strikers to the midfielders to the defence. Uh, that includes set pieces. It includes how the they defend without the ball. You know, Rangers front players haven't played great over the last month, two months. But what they've had is a defensive structure that's hard to break down. And that they're the teams that win leagues. I always say attacking players win your games, but a defensive team, a defensive structure wins your leagues. And that's what Rangers I, I, have done this year. I don't think there's been much wrong with Celtic in terms of going forward this season. And yeah. uh, I, I know everybody goes on about the goalkeeper, but it's set pieces. It's that's their Achilles heel this year. They've lost so many goals and they've made some so many errors could the goalkeeper have done better sorry could he yeah, have done listen, better I, on I Saturday I yeah. think if you're going to win things as a, a football team you've got to have a top class goalkeeper and it was proven with Celtic last year mm. yep. I mean everybody keeps going on about the League Cup final it just wasn't that one no. game mm. he had four or five games that he won it for Celtic Fraser Foster and that's what Alan McGregor's done and it was proven on Saturday Alan McGregor won that game for Rangers with their saves he made it's, it's also about organisation at the back yes. at set pieces it, you know it's what we were talking about earlier on in the show if uh, if Edouard's on the post then he would risk the wrath of Alan McGregor mm. had he been a Rangers player and he'd, and he'd left his position um, he'd, he'd have heard all about it I'm not so sure that Vasilis Barkas has that sort of authority mm-hmm. or that sort of respect among the players yet at Celtic to, to be able to, to organise things defensively when I'm defending a set piece I look at my goalkeeper and my centre back I want them to be vocal I want them to make sure everyone's doing their job They've pulling, got their people, man, about. pulling people about ah, demanding off people your man doesn't score you're here stay there and again because I thought Shane Duffy again was going to be that guy at the first when he came and he, and he played in a three I thought he was I thought he started off okay when it went to a two he started to get exposed I think his confidence went when that happens you talk less and I think the same happened with Barkas and, and when you've got a goalkeeper and a centre half that are quiet again as I say it's very hard to win leagues look, you, went look, a wee, you went a wee bit quiet when you said that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, look, look, look at the continuity as well I mean Rangers this season it's been Tavernier and Goldson almost every match on the, on the right side of that back four it's, it's the left centre back that's changed now and again just be just between in the main just and between Bassi's Helander and Balasic ba- uh, two or three times yeah. as well. but, so you've got real continuity about that defensive setup, including goalkeeper at Rangers look at how many how many times have Celtic put out the same defensive setup? Be it be at the shape be at the system or be at the players Rob it's, it's so important a defensive unit you don't concede you don't lose games it's simple as that and that's the difference that Rangers have had the, the vast majority I know Hollanders come in at times but that Rangers back five including the goalkeeper have been pretty consistent throughout the season yeah. Matt what else would you want to say you know, I just I agree there that it's not just um it's not just the goalkeeper but I just I just get the overwhelming feeling that some of those set pieces that we've conceded this year, if you've got Fraser Forrest in it, if you've got David Marshall in there, you know, he was on a frame this summer. Yep. I, I just couldn't see us conceding goals the way we did. Even that goal on sorry, maybe I'm a bit too critical because you know, um you know, because it's like maybe I'm a bit too critical of Barcast, but I just I just for Forster in there, I just don't see us conceding that many goals from having even with the defence in front of the goalkeeper. I think as a Celtic fan, you know, it's 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 just a 
pretty painful feeling uh, to, to think that you've missed the boat, that you've you've missed the chance yep. to sort the season, which was getting Fraser Forster back, whatever, however much it took, get him back, get him back in goals. Uh, even if you get him back now, I mean, I, I know that, that there is a suggestion that, that Celtic can come back. Um, for me, it's pretty fanciful. I, I just, I think no chance, and and I think it's too late. I think you've, I think Celtic have missed their chance to get Fraser Foster in. But again, this was never, a, this was never a, a summer or a season for Celtic to be taking chances. You know, I'm listening to Sky Sports yesterday, and Frank Lampard's talking about foreign guys taking a year to settle in. It's the same, same in Scotland. You know, very rarely do they come and hit the ground running. Think of Edward; it took him a year to get going with the with the quality he's got. When you had a guy like David Marshall, who Neil Lennon knew, played with, playing for Scotland, playing at the top level. It's a no-brainer to go and get him for a season. And then in, after that, you think about building for the future. Yeah, when you come into the old firm, you need to hit the ground running. As simple as that. You don't get much time up here, certainly in the west Not of Scotland. Yep. No, and especially the season. It is that, that Celtic are going for 10 and Rangers are trying to, to win their first trophy in a, a number of years. So the, the signings that you make, you've got to... Look, you're not always guaranteed for them to work. But a high percentage of your signings need to hit the ground running. Matt, what would you say for your Northern Ireland colleague, uh, Neil Lennon? 20 years at Celtic. He's won just about everything. Well, he has won everything domestically. Uh, went to the UEFA final under Martin O'Neill. Uh, should he stay or should he go? What, what would you? What do you feel? Well, firmly, I'd, like, you know, I've, I've sort of been quite football about it and so made, like, Neil Lennon's not only one of my heroes in football, he's one of my heroes in life, just through because I've grown up he's always known as Neil Lennon in a Celtic capacity so I think he's the right man for the job I, I'm firmly in the Neil Lennon camp but I just think for one summer to sort of get not just the keys but a couple of things he just got I think the recruitment was wrong in the summer and I think he needs to sort of you know that the box stops were hidden there but in, um, yeah I, I want him to stay I, do, I think, he, I think he, could, he could lead us forward Si, that's along the lines of what you were saying. Get the, his kind of players in there and let him be Neil Lennon the way he was, the commanding well, figure. It's so, it's so hard to comment because you didn't know in football clubs who's signing the no. players. And it, so you kind of sit here and say it's his players, it's not his players. As I've said before, it just seems to me that Celtic have signed players who look good on paper. They've not actually looked into guys that fit in a system that they want to play. And that's why Celtic have had to, like Rob says, I've had to change three, four. Very rarely went with the same back three or the same back four throughout the season. And that sort of inconsistency just, just doesn't work at the highest level. And I think I think that nagging question does remain, doesn't it? How much how much has Neil Lennon had to do with the recruitment, and and how much ongoing will he will he continue to have with the whole recruitment process? Because you you would have to have your doubts. I mean, we're not even sure about the the coaching lineup. How much say he had in in the in the the backup team that he's got? Whether he was whether that was just that was a fait accompli when he when he came in, and and in the signing of players players who just haven't worked out. Yeah, but, but in terms of Neil Lennon, out of respect, I think he needs to know if he's the man that's going to take them forward. He needs to get told uh-huh. by the board. I mean, he's he's been there for 20 years. He's won trophies as a player. He's won trophies as a manager. Now, as we all agree in here, it's um, there's a big there's big changes in there happening. They've got to rebuild that squad. So Neil Lennon at this stage needs to know if he's going to be the man to take them forward. If no, they'll need to bring somebody else in. Like, like I was saying as well, they finished the season in a in a three five two six months of the yeah. season went unbeaten. I don't think El played a lot towards the end of last season when Celtic were on their final run of form. 
So that surprised me when he was the first signing in the summer. Mm-hmm. And, and then when, as, as I say, guys like Stephen Fletcher, who Lenny knows, he knows, I, I think they're pally and stuff like that, and, and David Marshall comes up. That's when you start to think, I think Neil Lennon would take those players. And Fletcher would have come, Stephen Fletcher. Yeah, I think Fletcher wanted to come. I think I think he would have been a good fit for sale. As I yeah. say, it wasn't a year to be taking gambles. It's a guy that's played in the league, yeah. played, been bought for big money, mm-hmm. guarantees that he'll not be injured, he'll play every week. You know what you're going to get from him. Good about the dressing room, the sort of type that you need about. So that that, that was that, that was two shocks for me. Where's the boy, yeah, yeah. Where's he when he's vanished? I mean, that, that, how he's much was that? That's it. That was £5 million. That's a lot of money. You can't say they've not spent money because they have they've spent a lot of money. Yep. Here's uh, Lee Griffiths afterwards uh, and his take on the defeat and what happens next. Losing any game is tough to take, but I think the way we dominated the game, um, especially in the first half, it's a difficult one to take, but if you don't take your chances, you're not going to win games. And yeah, the boys are all hurting in there. Listen, we'll keep fighting till the end, until it's mathematically impossible for us to, to win the league. So you know, we'll go away, we'll reflect on it, we'll work hard, and we'll prepare for Hibs as well as we can. Matt, thanks very much for calling. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, all the best. Some good points there from Matt in Belfast. Uh, here's Alan McGregor on the Rangers' victory. Hopefully, come four or five months' time, it'll be a huge one. It's weird, I thought we were really, really poor first half, and especially the 15 minutes or whenever uh, they send off a card, but we're a wee bit better after that. But the ones that I say all the time, the ones the most important thing. So, Rangers, a few days off, Barry, presumably at home, but they're, they're not going to the sunshine. No, and it's. <laughs> I think it was uh, the, the the right idea for the manager not to take them away. Obviously, what happened previously. Uh, so, I do think they looked a bit tired um, in in Saturday. So, I would surely would have given them a, a few days rest, and then they've got a tough game. I mean, one of the toughest away games in the Premier League up at Petodre next Sunday. So, they, they they need to be on their game again. Um, as I said to them, as I said to you, sorry, the last five. Uh, performances in the league haven't been at levels of what they've been or what we've all became used to. Um, but the vital thing is they've got the three points. That's the main thing in each of these games. So they've got a big month ahead of them. Um, and I think if they come through this month, they're in they're in um, real good shape to to go and bring that that title home. Is it true that you've given them your sunbed for some sunshine at Murray Park? <laughs> I've not been on a sunbed for about six months. Looking, he is looking very tanned for the game minus four, by the way. I've not been on a sunbed. It's a tint, there's a tint there or something. It's a oh, moisturiser at home. Oh, you use that stuff as well. Say, <laughs> <laughs> si, what's happening with the podcast? We're up to over 300,000 now for the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Uh, the, the podcast's been great stuff in 2020. I'm looking forward to 2021. Uh, yeah, Ford Kiernan came on uh, at the end of last season. He was funny. He had yeah. to be slinny on toast. But um, no, the top man's on the more. Barry Ferguson's on. Uh-huh. Yes. Substitute for Andy Halliday. Oh, oh. <laughs> things are no. Uh, do you know what? It's, things have uh, went rapidly downhill. How to make you feel good? I know. Right. Sub for Andy Halliday. Jeez, oh. If I was your agent, I would withdraw from it now. If you're saying that, <laughs> no. No. Just, no. So it's to look forward to that because you two were great when you were on a couple of months ago. Yeah, he was so really looking forward to that. Yeah, really. Yeah, good. But so just talking about the old firm game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Then a wee bit at the end. I, I enjoyed the wee bit at the end. A wee question answer. Uh, I like yeah. that. Just getting back to the, the tiredness um, in Rangers. I mean the. They've got oh, to, they've headmaster got, here. Right? <laughs> they've got uh, they've got Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield to come back in. They've yep. got they've got. I mean, the great thing is that you know that they've they've been second best at the weekend and won, and now they've got Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield to come back into the team. Two quality midfielders. Yep. See the last couple of games, Rob. That's what was going on, and he's not been able to rotate that midfield yeah. area. Um, well, obviously Arfield and, and Jack been out, but I think I think they've got a real chance of being available for next Sunday. So. 
that'll, that'll help because I, I believe the midfield area is the engine room and when you've got six players competing for three places that's what you need and if they look a bit tired you can go and um, make changes and the way they the way, how hard they midfield three need to work off the ball you know you can understand why they're tired Steve <laughs> Damon at 35 it, you watch them the way they shift across the pitch and Andy I've spoken to Andy Halliday since the way they do it in training he says it's an absolute shift to play centre midfield for Rangers so I think you need that rotation I think Zungu looks good you know I, I yeah. can see Zungu fitting in there so yeah. there's no reason why you can't put him in and again Zungu will now know the system that they play because they work on it every day and that's successful teams 22 games Rob un- unbeaten apart from St Mirren but in the yeah. top flight sorry yeah I was just going to say they've also got Cedric Eaton who's who's really low mileage and, mm-hmm. and who's started to look a lot more convincing hasn't he so so that you know the, he's, he's one who can do a shift for them in the in the coming weeks as well yeah but I, I've seen bits that I've, I've liked I don't think he, he's hit the levels that he would have expected um, but there's definitely a player in there the, the only thing is I don't know how, how bad uh, Ruth mm-hmm. injury is mm-hmm. I know he came off that's the reason why they, they substituted him um, but Hadji again come on and impress me I thought he was I thought he was really good in the second yeah. half he looked hungry and um, he looks if, he, if he's got his bit back again that was always my question Hadji is could he press the ball as well mm-hmm. as Morelos and Roof, uh, roof do off it but like you said I think you've seen a, a big improvement maybe that we that we rest on the side as a wee kick up the back side that he needs to say it's not good enough to just be decent on the ball and, and grab the odd goal here and there if you're going to play for that Rangers team you need to work hard off the ball so I think that's where he's improved massively yeah, and I still think I think Rangers might do a bit of business in January you think he's got yeah. inside knowledge yeah, who, was, who are they signing no, I, I think they may look to add one more I think it's always good when you're on top yeah. and you're winning I always liked that in January when a, a new player came through the dressing room doors you're thinking to yourself we're we no resting here we're mm. we, we bang on it so I wouldn't be surprised if, if the manager brings something and, 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 that, and that's what some Celtic fans have said about Celtic isn't it that Celtic have got in the midst of this nine in a row they've got a little bit complacent and they haven't actually taken the chance to build on a, a successful setup. Rob, the inquest will start soon. Yeah. Won't it? When it's finally over, if Rangers as expected win it, people will look back and say what happened in 2021 yeah. when Celtic how much lost mo- the chance. How much money did you have in the bank? Yeah. How much did you invest in the team? You know, did you keep on building it and building it? But yeah. am I right in saying Celtic spent more and brought more players in than Rangers in the summer? Is that right? Well, double check it and see. But I, I think it's always best to recruit. Probably right. Yeah. yeah so I, I think built from a position yep. of strength. Yeah. 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 I always think it's a yeah. good sign that. that when a club does that and a manager's course, still looking yeah. at it and I'm, I'm more than positive he'll be looking at one or maybe even two players to bring in to, to fresh Where it up Whereabouts in the team? Who knows I, I still think right back I know Nathan Patterson mm-hmm. I think in, in the future will be a um, a first team Rangers player I think maybe that's a, an area um, he may look to and it, just to freshen things up it could be a midfielder a wide player I, I, I don't know but I, I do think Rangers might do a bit of business you can talk about recruitment as well but the pressure of trying to win 10 in a row has also came into it mm-hmm. you know there's a reason why yeah. it's not been done before because it's tough I mean yeah. was it the Lisbon Lions that couldn't have done it the Rangers team of Richard Goff Ali McCoyst yeah. you can say recruitment tactics but that pressure of trying to win that 10 in a row is absolutely massive and I think that's played a massive part in because certainly players this year are making decisions that they never made last year mm-hmm. Yeah, and that must be down to pressure because it's the same management team that's there it's the same instruction but that pressure of 10 in a row seems to be getting to them and also I think it's important that Rangers don't listen to all the noise that's going on because everybody is now saying oh it's Rangers title and whatever um, so they can't get carried away they're not saying it it's still the party line um, we're checking we'll work out that's a good question. Who spent more money during the summer? I think it is Celtic. Yeah. Get, get a Yeti there was five million. How much was Roof? Turnbull was at four million. 
Yep. I was just going to do both. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 no, three million no, Hadji and, yeah. and Roof are three million each. Etten yeah, was million, one yeah. and a half million. Turnbull was what, three and a half million at Celtic? So Balogun was a, a, a free transfer. Right. Yep. It's eight and a half Celtic versus it's six just Rangers. Celtic. Yeah. But, but add on the wages more. that they've brought in the three sure. loan players. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the two loan players that you see in Duffy. Yeah. Rob. So it's easy to say they could have built, but they did. They've brought in five new players. It's just been the wrong players. It's not been the players to suit the system that Celtic played towards the end of the season, and that's why Rangers are ahead. McLaughlin was a free transfer. Right. Yep. Laxal. Again, big, big wages. wages he'll be on yet. Yeah. Okay. Celtic fans, what do you think? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Is it time to give up on this? You're never going to give up, but is it now time to start rebuilding for the future? For Rangers fans, you want to keep it coming. Can you do it? Will you get over the line? You're not taking the title yet because you can't. Because how many games? 16 games to go, yep. Rob, yep. and we'll be here all the way. The Goal Radio Football Show. Breaking news. A former Rangers player, wasn't there for very long, but has been fired in England. It's Joey Barton, parted company a few moments ago with Fleetwood Town. So he has gone, hasn't been there too long. And Si, uh, Charlie McGrew was signed by him. Just going to say, Paul, that, yeah. that's what happens when you sign Charlie McGrew. You get the sack. Uh, <laughs> they, they'd done really well last year. I think they lost it in the semi-final, am I right? Yep, Wickham beat them. Yep. Just shows you how quickly football can change. You know, I feel for managers, and especially this season, that get the sack. So much to deal with. I mean, we're seeing it for a coach and managerial side and realise how tough it is. So, nah, it's never nice to hear somebody losing their job. And especially when he'd done such a good job last year in the circumstances this year, it's, it's sad to see. Joey Barton. I'm just trying yeah. to check where they are in the, the league. As I said yeah. l- last year, they were they were unlucky. Not a. I think they're tenth. Thanks again. Yeah, they're tenth. Oh, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? Tenth. But they are tenth. Sometimes yeah. I think chairman are. are too hasty in, in getting rid of yep. uh, managers um, give them a bit more time but it, I never like to see anybody lose a job who, who was the other big pro, high profile player Rangers signed at the same time as Joey Barton again Crankchar was it yeah, yeah. Nico Crankchar oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. didn't go well did it no again guys that looked good on paper but yeah. never realised the pace of the game up here it's another error though and it just shows you how it's changed and the balance has swung in the what three years yeah. that uh, you know the Brendan Rodgers period uh, Neil Lennon in the early days when he was back but did they take their eye off the ball? They As I said, Paul, recruitment is crucial in a football yeah. club. Um, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that was a spell, as Paul says, where Celtic very rarely, Barry, got it wrong. Yep, they, they got most of their signing. You're always going to get one or two yeah, that are never going yeah, to work out. Of course. That, that's just part of football. But the vast majority of your signings, if you get them working right and they fit into the way you play, you've got a real chance of winning things. But again, the two signings, I remember playing against Mark Warburton's team. We played them in the Petrified final. And they had a system and a style of play similar to what Rangers have got now, but more offensive maybe in, in terms of how they played. And when when they signed the players, everyone got a big buzz. But I, I'm not just saying this. I remember thinking they didn't suit the way that, that Rangers play. Uh-huh. High pressing game in your face, move the ball quickly. And as I say, pe- people might look of good signings on paper, but when if they didn't fit your style of play and the system that you want, and there's no point in them having, it, especially big players, because they can easily go in the huff. You think Ajeti maybe came up for West Ham, think going to be the main man. Doesn't fit in the system. You've now got him sitting on the bench on big money, no happy that he's no playing. It doesn't make for a great dressing room. Good point. Thanks very much, mate. So you, you did ask <laughs> who uh, spent more money in the summer. We reckon Celtic about 11.43 million, Rangers about 10.35 million. Although you can't count all the, the loan. We don't know exactly what the wages are. So your point is a good one. Celtic spent even more than Rangers. Um, it's the timing. Rangers did it early. Exactly, yeah, Barry. You've it, said it all along. It's the timing yeah. of the yeah. signings. You've got to get them in early doors. 
at the table at the other end and that's where we're going just now to speak to Grant who's on the line because uh, everyone started the season thinking it would be maybe Hamilton Ackies or St Mirren but uh, Motherwell are down in among it Ross County as well but Grant you're on the line Happy New Year to you very happy new year, um, Paul. A very happy year to everybody as well. Hope you're all well. All the best, Grant. Oh, I love your enthusiasm, Grant. What a man! Absolutely. <laughs> uh, thanks, Simon. <laughs> so, Grant, uh, yeah, well, what do you what do you feel? What are you going to say on the relegation issue? Well, it's so tight, isn't it? I mean, just five points covers the bottom six, isn't it? I mean, yep. I wonder what the guys think. I mean, obviously, Stephen Holmes has left Motherwell. Um, St Johnston kind of struggling at the moment. What do you guys think? Who, who do you guys think is in trouble at the wrong end? Oh, okay. So, so Ross County on 17 points, Motherwell on 17. And remember, Ross County have played two more games than Motherwell, right? So I, Motherwell, I, yeah. I said Ross County a few weeks back, but I, I've changed my, my mind on yeah. that. With the Yogi. simple facts of Yogi getting in, I, I just I, I love listening to Yogi. He's enthusiastic in the way he goes about his stuff and the way that his teams play. So, no, like you change your mind, eh? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> looking, I'm looking at the league. It's. That's the tightest it's probably been in a long, long time. Yeah. So who, who are you going to... I'm not picking Ackes because it's my local team. Yeah, I still think so. Ackes. Do you? I don't think yeah, Ross County will go down. I think John Hughes... I think the players that he's got there suit, suits his style of play. I think Wee Kelly, if your Rangers a good player, Vigers, Gardine, I think they're the type that Yogi... Yogi likes and he can get them playing the way he wants to play. Ross Stewart, also up, get front. Ross Stewart mm-hmm. up front. B. Payton, Payton the whole, I think he suits the way Yogi likes to play. But what I think he'll do first and foremost, and he has done, is get them organised. And they look much more okay. I know Cole Donaldson's probably trying to play. That maybe comes for Yogi. But I think Yogi will have enough to keep Ross County up. I worry for Hamlin. I don't think they've got as good players as is what Ross County or Motherwell do but when you look at Motherwell see the, see the on thing Saturday you really do worry about them they pick up results when you don't expect yeah. them 3-0 yep, and they're experienced and yeah. and that's because that's not just this season that's yep. every the last five seasons yep. you know when you're least expecting it they get three points and it makes a difference yep. so be new to some Motherwell players won't yeah. it a relegation oh, yeah. battle yeah. Oh, yeah. But even St Johnson as well I mean yep. Yep. Callum was 19. on a fantastic run there. Yeah. Now they've they've dropped off the last couple of weeks and they, they're dragged right in. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Real, real tight down at the bottom. And it was worrying me if Trevor Carson's injured because Motherwell's goalie and we've spoken about how important goalies oh. are. Had a bit of a shocker at the weekend and if he needs to go and play the next two or three, he will be nervous and and teams will know that playing again. I don't think team managers now in the SPL don't do their homework. You know, if you're playing against Motherwell next Saturday. You're saying that your team gets shots on goal, get crosses into the box. So if you've got a goalkeeper who's who's not in the greatest of form and you're doing that, it's, it's, it's difficult, it's and, tough. And talking of goalkeepers, what about Danny Rogers at the weekend? Oh. I mean, Kilmarnock are potentially mm. deep down in, in trouble as well. And what they don't need is, is the goalie sort of stepping back over the line. Alex Dyer seemed to have a, a really good view of it from 75 yards away. But I don't think we saw uh, Grant the goal line uh, technology, did we, to prove that that ball was actually over the line? Yeah, it was very interesting, Rob. I mean, I mean, Kilmarnock will be kicking themselves. They, they really should have won that game uh, against them. And I thought they were the better side for Motel in the first half of that game. Um, I, I was some really interesting views. I think um, I think Barry made some really good points about uh, you know some of the teams in and around there. I, I always feel, I don't know what the guys think, but this is the sort of time of the season where Hamilton almost kind of get to work a little bit. They sort of know when to dust themselves down and they know how to scrap. And when you're in a battle, you, you always want to Hamilton to be that team. You know, they are naive in, in places, but they do have some characters in their team. And they do, as you say, uh, Barry said this very clearly, pick up a result when you least expect it. But I really worry for Motherwell. I mean, no, they don't have a manager in at the moment. I mean, I don't know what the guys think, but I'm not particularly convinced that Keith Lasley is the man long term to to dig Motherwell out of trouble. So, who would you go for? Who would your choice be at Motherwell? 
I'd be battering the door down for Tommy Wright, Tommy Wright. no matter what cost, no matter what cost. Um, I think you need a guy that's going to drag them out of trouble. Um, obviously, he did a superb job at St Johnston. Probably punched St Johnston a little bit above their weight, in all honesty. You know, that St Johnston, for me, are a, a seventh, eighth place, sixth place team, mm-hmm. mid-table team. And, you know, I think he can really uh, propel Motherwell up. And, of course, obviously, obviously, Tommy Wright continuing on from... Stephen Robertson with the Northern Irish connection, you know, for me, that would be a a seamless transition, personally. I mean, I think, obviously, with the COVID situation, you could understand why they might go for Keith Lasley. But just another caveat, guys. I mean, obviously, you know, we have the games that was postponed because of the COVID, and obviously there was the the awarding of 3-0 wins, but obviously that has now been suspended. So do you guys think that might have an effect on things as well long term? I mean, it's obviously had an impact, hasn't it? Because because one moment Motherwell were top half, and the next they were back in the relegation scrap. When you gave them six <laughs> points, Grant, and then you and and you took them away again. So I mean, there's there's no doubt that that's had an impact. But but, but my, my worry about Motherwell would be looking at looking at the highlights of that game against Hamilton at the weekend. Do do they have the scrapping qualities, mm-hmm. Motherwell? Do have they exactly. do have they the play? They, I mean, I just saw so many Motherwell players not winning 50 yeah. against Hamilton at the weekend because it, it, it does become about will to win. Mm-hmm. It becomes about determination at this stage of the season or, or, or you know in, yep. in the final uh, lap see in terms of the the suspended um, the three points that, this could have been avoided away at the start yeah this, it's it an absolute rash. shambles yep. shambles rearrange the games of the course these teams need to play yep. three games in six days they players will do that, and their clubs would have done uh, would have done that no problem. But I wonder to, if that I wonder if that's what's going to happen as a result of what, once we know the ruling on the fourteenth of the month whether well whether we'll revert to the fact that right um, do you fancy playing these games? Which is what they should have said, well, they, right? right the even the, the managers yeah. get spoken to about it. They were all for well, we would have played the games no problem. Yeah, nobody had yeah. an issue. It yeah. could have been avoided, as I said, the way at the start. And it's just again, people will be laughing at our game. Who's yep. who's making these? Decisions, yeah. but here's the question though from Grant initially: Who's going to go down? Si, who do you think? I, I agree with what Rob says with Motherwell. You would worry because they're losing fifty fifties, and an even bigger worry is, is a guy like Alan Campbell that's doing it. Mm. You know, he's the one guy that your other teammates looked and think, right? If we're not on it today, at least Alan Campbell will go and put his mm. foot in. But it's, he, when guys like him are losing the fifty fifties, other around them start to think, wow, we are in trouble here. You start to feel sorry for yourself. Where Hamilton done Hamilton can go and get beat 7-0 for Rangers one week and the next week they can go and beat somebody 3-0. They've just got this amazing bounce-back ability. So, the more I think it, I, I'm starting to worry for Motherwell because what they've not got as well is a goal scorer. I, if you don't have a goal scorer yeah. down there, you're in trouble. I think Sai made a good point earlier. See your teams like Kilmarnock, St Johnson and Motherwell, they've not been in, in this the scenario floor. for a, a no. number of years now. Yep. Uh, Ross County and Motherwell... Uh, yep. Sorry, Ross County and Hamilton... They know all about it. Seasons. They know how to scrap. Yeah, yeah. They know how to... I think what Ross County have got as well, Barry, is Roy McGregor. They, yeah. They've got the, the money they've got his ability yeah. Yeah. to put his hand in his pocket, which we get, which he does, he does almost on an annual basis. Yeah. You know, and he's got John Hughes, and he's you know he's got the enthusiasm back yeah. in the squad. Yeah. And now probably John Hughes wants another couple of players in that could make all the difference to get Ross County up off the bottom. Yep, and there's another club I've no mentioned, St. Man. I don't think St. Man will get no. dragged into it. No, no, nor do I. I really don't. No. I think Jim's got a good team there. They're well organised. They're well drilled. I don't think they'll get dragged into it. But it's worrying times for the yeah. three clubs that I mentioned. Yeah, so and Johnson so. and Money. Yeah. See on the money thing as well, Rob. Yeah. Yogi always signs well. You know, he always gets a gem. You think about his time at Inverness, the amount of boys he brought for doing south that, mm. that they ended up doing very well for him. So I, I think Ross County will on, only get stronger when when Yogi gets his own players in his type. So side, you're saying maybe I if think you had to just the Motherwell. Motherwell, yeah. Go down. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, I, I, what Barry said. I mean, th- those three clubs: Kilmarnock, 
Motherwell St Johnston who've been much more used to top half than bottom half they're, they're just they're not used to it it's going to be a, a shock to the system for them and and they could they could well be in the frame I, th- I think you know I agree with what, what Si's saying about John Hughes attitude is so important mm. to him and, and the players he brings in and that's exactly what you want at this stage of the season Would you know what he play with uh, yeah. play for Yogi oh, Hughes I yeah. love to see when he speaks he's enthusiasm yeah, I well, want to get my boots show. he's amazing yeah, I want yeah. to get the boots back on he's, he's yeah. great yeah. to listen to he's yeah. so enthusiastic and the, the players up there must be buzzing with him I actually spoke to Michael Gardine um, who's one of my good pals he um, Yogi's first pals. <laughs> I thought you were my pal oh, uh, Yogi's pal. first meeting uh, Midge says it was scheduled for like 20 minute meeting he says we were there for two, two hours Yogi was just talking for two hours <laughs> we're going to go to Celtic Park and pop them off the pitch lads he says he oh, couldn't yeah. believe his enthusiasm and, and I've no doubt that he'll keep them up Grant final thought for you then who is it going to be Motherwell you think? I, 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 I really do worry for Motherwell. They need the right appointment. Uh, that, that's going to be massively key for them. I agree yeah. with what Sai said about uh, John Hughes. I think Ross County actually is the perfect guy to try and get them out of trouble. He obviously is a competitor. He's a winner. And he'll improve that team. I have no doubt about that. Hamilton, you can never rule out. You know, you can never rule them out. I, I personally, guys, I, I really think that Kilmarnock are under pressure. I mean, I, I'm not fully convinced. I like Alex Steyer. I think Alex Dyer's a great guy. But is he the man and motivator to get them out at all? They're really missing Gary Ducker. I think he's yeah. a massive loss yeah. for Kilmarnock in the yeah. deal. Yeah. Uh, so if you were going to push me for an answer, my, my last couple of in my pocket, yep. uh, I'm going to say Motherwell, but I, I think it'll be very, very tight and it wouldn't be spread with the thing to ask him. Now I'm going to get a lot of abuse from Motherwell fans. <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 come on. I, I said okay. away at the start, yeah. Motherwell top six for me. No, no, it's you look at the squad and the players yeah. they've got. Yeah. Barry, only two weeks ago on this show, everyone said, no, no, Motherwell will be fine. Yeah. But they're just going was down that, and Was down that before they did six points deducted yeah, it again? Around, no, it was around that time, but uh, we all thought, no. Yeah. I mean, with Declan Gallagher, Stephen O'Donnell, you know, yeah. the players of Polworth, the Campbells, uh, but I think it was Rob made a good point about Keith Farsley's interview. I mean, he he was angry. Yeah, right. Yeah, players letting him yep. down. Yep. yep. See, when you're the number one, it's different, isn't it? You've not been the number one yet. Nah. You're a coach, but Barry's the number one at Kelty Hearts. Have you been in another coaching position? I'm just going to check if it's been different for you, because the buck stops with you as the manager. Yeah, you, you, you the responsibilities on the manager's shoulder. Um, you you pick a team. You train the team all week. Um, a lot of people can. Going about uh, players not playing at the, the the levels or the standards you expect, but you, ultimately the buck stops with the manager. That that's that's what you've got to take when you you take on the role. And it's, it's going to be some sleepless nights at times. Um, it's not nice, but you've got to make sure. The thing the thing is for me, but a big part of management is make sure you can motivate your players. Mm-hmm. If you can't motivate your players, you're going to struggle. Yeah. As a coach, you know I've got my own ideas, but I always think when you're the coach. It's the manager who's the man, and it's the manager's ideas that you've got to put across. I might think something different. Of course, if I disagree with Jim, hundred percent, I'll disagree and I'll tell him that. But at the end of the day, the way our team plays and the way our clubs run is down to the manager, and, I, and I'm there for the manager, so I need to follow on his instructions. When I get a manager's job, yet yeah, maybe I do a couple of things differently, but until I get that, I'm there to help him, and that's the difference. And you've got the players have got to trust you, yeah, especially at part time level. Mm-hmm. When you go and put information up about, about who you're playing against. Um, they've got to be able to trust you that that information you're putting up in the wall that's the right information 
How tough is it for players just now? See, for the two of you, you're managing, you're coaching and, man- and playing. See, you can around the country. Rob and I speak about it at times. You're in here, you're on the show, and then you're up to, well, you're at Cove Rangers at the weekend. Yeah. I mean, it must be pretty tough. No, it's not tough, Paul. It's no. the best job in the world. Yeah. Say that to the boys all the time. We're getting yeah. paid to keep fit. People pay 50... The can used to say that to us. People pay 50 quid a month to do this, to keep fit. Best job in the world. It's not tough. You know, I, I think players make far too many excuses now saying it is tough and this and that. We need to do this. We need getting paid to play football yeah. the, the only thing that's tough is not playing in front of fans, fans yeah. Yeah. but everything else um, look you're playing football you're doing something even at part time level that hundreds of thousands of guys would love to do he was only briefly at Cove Rangers as well prior, prior to the red card by the way it was freezing as well <laughs> how cold oh my god freezing was it? Yeah. it was a porter cabin so there was no heating getting changed before the game oh dear no shower sure. after the game they shower after the game. We're what? back on the mini bus and what, back to where? Back to Glasgow. You got in early though, could you not get a bath on your own? No, couldn't get a bath or a shower, so oh. I'm sitting there for twenty minutes in. I mean I, I was saying we, we played in the Scottish Cup tie and it was the worst condition that I've yep. been involved right. in as a, a player and and a manager and after the game the players can't go and get showered. They need to put their, their tracksuits back on and then away back in their car for an hour, hour and a half journey. It's, it's that's that's the thing that's that's um Some of our boys actually get. smell better than usual. <laughs> but we've got room to go and we, we, we've got maybe 8 or, or 10 showers and you could easily socially distance yeah even just take turns now is that yeah, uh, who's I, I, making these decisions oh, you tell me I know no wonder they're away to Dubai si. <laughs> get me a ticket Paul I'll go alright no, stay for the next section we're back in a moment let's go I just asked him how much he wanted to win a derby. That was the only question he needed to be asked. If you want to win a derby, especially here at Ibrox, we're, we're protecting our stadium and our supporters. Uh, you can't be passive, you can't be second best. We've got to let Celtic know they're in a game. Credit to Celtic, I thought they played really well in the first half. But look, we, we were outstanding in a cup final for 90 minutes not so long ago and got nothing for it. Um, it's about the end results. We've won the game, we stretch our lead. Um, we remain humble and we move on to Aberdeen now. He hasn't forgotten about that League Cup final, has he? <laughs> no, no, he's not. But listen, see three three or four weeks down the line, people look back at the result, yeah. not at the performance. It's, did you get the three points and Rangers got the three points? What was the score? Rangers, no. Exactly, 1-0 Rangers, uh, we can talk oh, yeah. all about it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, yeah. look, even come the end of the season, I, I'm, I'm saying the start of February, people don't think back eh, how good Celtic were and how bad Rangers were. They'll look at it, who, who won the game. What about the referee holding on to Morel? As a few people have been on the socials asking us about Bobby Madden. Uh, should that happen? To be fair, Bobby does that to me every time I see him. <laughs> but yet. Uh, but that's just Bobby. I don't, I don't know. Listen, yeah. I don't know what the rules are. Um, I think there, somebody, I think Bobby put up an Instagram post showing signs I'm doing it in the past. Yeah. So, listen, that's not why Celtic won the game. I uh, lost the game, sorry. Um, Celtic play, I've been critical of Celtic players on here a, a number of times for performances, but it's hard to be. You know, they've been playing well. Uh, and again, maybe just that wee bit of uh, lack of a final ball in the final third, and then the defensive frailties that we've seen this season. But again, you need to get Rangers credit because for the first time this year, a team came Ibrox and were better than them, and, and they seen it through. And that's what's what winning leagues is about. It's not about playing pretty football all the time. It's about being under the caution, getting three points, and they've went and done that at a critical time in the season. Rob, social media yep. can take you down all these lines. You know, people are coming on asking about that. It doesn't change it, though, does it? That, yeah. that, that It's Rangers are 19 points clear for a reason. Yeah, it's a marathon, yeah. not a sprint, allegedly. Um, so it's about 10 months of football, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, yes, Celtic have had a great little spell. They've recovered really well, really impressively. But they, they, they were so far behind and, and Rangers just haven't blinked mm-hmm. under, so, under the pressure. Sometimes these are the most satisfying 
victories. Yeah. Um, I, I've had it plenty of times in my career when I've come in after the, the game and sat sat down and thought to myself, how did we win that game? Mm-hmm. We were poor, we got outplayed. And that was similar to what, what Rangers done. And Rangers are now this season finding a way when they're not in top form to win games. But it's clear. If they lose that game as well, the legs feel even more tired yes. than what they usually do. Yep. But see, but the fact that you've won it, you get that wee 5 10 You'll get a major it, lift exactly for that side. Of see, if they're not playing well, Rangers will get so much a lift. That will dent Celtic. Because yep. they, they would have thought, we've went to Ibrox there and dominated for 60 minutes. Here's Liam, a Celtic fan on the line. Hi, Liam, good evening. Hi, good evening. So what uh, you've had a couple of days to think about it. What do you want to say about uh, well anything at all to do with the match at the weekend or the next four months? I mean, I was on here Saturday yep. just after the old firm, and uh, kind of got the point across that after the full red target playing, um, the whole atmosphere changed. But now, looking days, a couple of days past it, I think most Celtic fans, including me are seeing that the league is unreachable as much as it's hard to say well needing Rangers to maybe lose four games and us to pick up every point every game as it needs to be a must win so it does look very unlikely uh, so for me now it's starting with a rebuild So you think the club should start to rebuild where would that start? Is it with the manager? Well for in my opinion yeah we do, we do need a new manager we need something, something different um, we just haven't been there even though in the last few games we've performed well um, it's, still, it's not it's not enough for us to move forward I mean when we had Brendan Rodgers well not a team that could progress much bigger than just the Scottish League maybe in Europe and then that all came tumbling down uh, I think it's somebody that knows the game very well and not just the club I think that's what we've been looking at for a long time is we keep looking at people that know Celtic I think we need to look past that now. Uh, so I do think we need a new manager, and I think some of the backroom staff as well. And so, I think I think that has a big impact on how you view Celtic season as well, doesn't it? Liam mentioned the the European stuff, the the fact that Celtic didn't just drop out of the Champions League qualifiers, but the, the, the Europas uh, as well. Um, you know that alongside a pretty hefty nineteen point Rangers advantage in the league, it all adds up to to a major. Uh, reassessment required. But saying that, Brendan Rodgers never done well in Europe. You know, Brendan Rodgers got knocked at the Champions League. He got beat for teams that he should be beating in the Europa League. He never had to deal with the circumstances that Neil Lennon's had to deal with this year. So it's very easy to say that Brendan Rodgers took it to the next level. But Rangers weren't as strong as they are now either. So I think Neil Lennon's been tactically good this year. I think with the, the changes, the, sorry, the, the injuries and the COVID stuff, that he's been forced to be tactic. He's had to change his tactics nearly every game. I thought his tactics were spot on Saturday. And fair play to him. He's went and changed. Celtic were winning, and, and he's went and changed to a diamond. That's tactic. That's good tactics. He's got his five best players on the pitch. Now, what has happened this year that's not happened in previous years is players are making the same mistakes over and over. That's tough for me to blame a manager on. I'm sorry. I, I, that's how I see it. Yeah. You're right about the European records. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, Neil Lennon's record in Europe is better than Brendan Rodgers. But the expectation is to get into the group stages yeah. of the Champions League. Sure. And that, that's what the Celtic fans yep. seven years. Yeah. And again, yep. Barry, that comes into recruitment, maybe yep. not getting players in quick enough. Yep. Yep. Which but I, I do I do honestly think Neil Lennon deserves a bit of credit in terms of he's looked for a formula over the last month mm. or so. He's been yep. trying different formations, different personnel, and he's come up since I think it was a Lille game. They've they've went yep. on the yep. run. And he's brought in Sorrow and Turnbull, big calls. 
um, leaving out Scott Brown, yeah. who, who's a legend at the club and, and club captain. Um, so he, he deserves credit for that. Celtic went away from home and beat Lazio last year, 2-0. Yeah. So has that got nothing to do with Neil Lennon's tactics now? Liam? You know, I, I totally agree. I, I think Lennon deserves a lot of credit. He's, he's been very... He's been treated quite harshly. I said that on Saturday as well. Like, yeah. he's, he's no stoke shy. I know he gave up and and just left it like that. But he has continued to try. And I said as well, Saturday, I thought that the team he put out was the best team we could have possibly played. Um I think it, all, it just all came down to that, that sending off that kind of changed the game for, for them I don't think for the first 70 minutes we played badly I thought the first 45 minutes were strong and yeah Rodgers obviously he didn't he didn't get us to that point as well but I just thought maybe it was because obviously the league dominance it made you think that he'll get us further but um, I do think and especially in the past transfers you were saying we aren't getting people at the right time I think that's right we're not we're wasting money on players that maybe we don't need at this moment in time instead of getting ones that we could get and we're, I think we're, we're penny pinching on some of them I th- I think I, you were speaking as well Ferry. maybe subs maybe subs on Saturday or maybe you'll look back on and think mm-hmm. taking Griffiths off Griffiths. Yeah. We were talk- I, I can understand his thought process when they go down to 10 men when Beaton gets sent off thinking right do you know what get we'll close it up yep, and we'll make it tight and maybe he might look back and think should I have took Lee Griffiths off they, they keep him on he's always liable to, to get a goal but I think see Celtic as a football club they need to make a decision oh. is yep. Neil Lennon the man to go and give him the respect I think he deserves yeah. it, that respect yeah, because it's done for the football club. Because all we've had so far from the board is, is a couple of short-term votes of confidence for Neil Lennon, saying he was the guy beyond the yeah. turn of the year as far as the Rangers game. That that's really as far as it yeah. went in terms of you know their commitment to him. Yep. But but there needs to be. A, I mean, whatever's happened in the past, and Neil Lennon deserves massive credit for what he's achieved. This is now looking forward. This this is a new. This has got to be a new Celtic setup. It's rebuild time. Yeah, exactly. And and is he central to it? He needs to know. But yep. Don't you think the rebuild needs to start in the summer? While there's still a, a slight possibility that you can get. The league I think this it year. needs to start now. I was going another one that I was thinking as well. I think they need a centre half now that Julian's out. Yep. Benkovic, who's been here, done it at Leicester. He's not playing at Leicester. I don't think he played at Cardiff. I, I don't Bring understand why they've yeah. been on the phone. Is he now. fit? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think he's fit. He's, he's back at Leicester. He's, he's not even featured at yeah. Leicester. He's not featured, so mm-hmm. that would be one for me that while there was a chance you would go and try and get Benkovic. Liam, do you fancy Benkovic back? I'd, I'd, I'd love Benkovic. I said as soon as he went back to Leicester, the, the fact that we, could, we should push to get him permanently, I think he's a great uh, defender. I think even though Julian's out, then when he comes back for next season, if you really to bring Benkovic in, I think mm-hmm. for me, they two together, would be fantastic. Um and also they were talking about, I, think, I was also saying, I think we need a new right winger. I mean, Frank Pong's, for me, he's played very well. But with Forrest out, we don't have much option. Christie's played up, he's not an actual winger. Mikey Johnson. But, again, Johnson, good, but yeah. again, this is going back to my point. Yeah. If you're going to, going to play the diamond and you're going to play a four diamond, two, don't go and sign wingers. Yeah. Go and sign players that will make you better in that, that style of play, yeah. how you want to play. That's, that's where Celtic have not done well yeah. last summer. Yeah. I think you've got to have a plan A and B. You've got to bring players in that can go and switch to the, the, the two formations. Yeah, if, if it's not working in that during a game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can go and change it and they can they can move around some of the players. And I think Celtic have got that, certainly in the midfield. Callum McGregor can move about, Christie can move about, Turnbull mm-hmm. as well. But that, that diamond that Celtic had on Saturday... It, it worked. Yep, yep. They, they look good. They look good. Sorrow, 
Sorrow and Turnbull have been a revelation since I've come back into the team. Callum McGregor's good yep. and so is Ryan Christie. That'd so. be your other regret, wouldn't you? Uh, if you? That it's taken so long to get the two in the team. Aye. Why yeah. it's why it's and taking why? I know that and that's the big question. Why mm. is it taking so long? Uh, is it maybe a bit of loyalty to, to players that have been there and done it? Um I don't know. But for me they two should have been in the team. Especially because Turnbull played so well on his debut. Mm. And then he kinda just disappeared for a while. I know yeah. he had the COVID stuff and that as well, but he always just seemed for the start that he could be the guy that changed yep. Celtic's season. Mm-hmm. And that would be a regret looking back that he was in the team quicker. Liam, are you still giving up? Are you now thinking maybe, just maybe, there's a chance? You know, it's a hard one. Obviously, mathematically, we, we still can come back. You know, Rangers have got a big game against Aberdeen coming up. Yep. I mean, it's always hard. Um, but for me, I've kept faith the whole season, saying that we can pull this back. Um, but so not, yeah. That'll be game kind of put the nail in the coffin for me. I, okay. I can't. I can't see it. All right, Liam, thanks very much for calling the Go Radio Football Show. Yep, cheers. Where, where was Mikey Johnson on Saturday? Wasn't involved in the, the squad. Oh, really? Well, I've never seen the game, I've only seen the highlights, I'm yeah. not too sure, because he's maybe, been coming on, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Doing well, uh, yeah. Maybe they've been careful with him, because obviously he's in yeah, a long, long absence, so true. maybe they're just being, being cautious about him. Rob, it's not over, it's, it's fascinating, isn't it? Because January's not a great window to long-term Horrendous planning, window. isn't it? Yeah, it's no. See, when you get into January, it's, Paul, you, yeah. the, the players that you're yeah. identifying... And you're only going to get are ones that are not playing at other clubs, yep. so they're not up to to match fitness. They're, they're out of um, they're out of contention. They, they fell out with the the club or whatever. So it's a horrible window, January, and you don't normally get like guys who are going to take you forward as a club. Is that why you're trying to sign me the fellow January? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he has said tonight, look for Rangers making. Yeah, a I'm a bit surprised. Yeah. I yeah. think it's the best time to to sign players is when you're. You're in a good place. You'd love to know what's happening with Dermot Desmond and Peter Lowell, what they're saying uh, about Celtic. Neil Lennon was, you know, there in, on the flight on Saturday. He's there with the team. They have been playing well. It looks as though it's over. And it's over to Rangers now to lose it. Yeah, I don't think but, Neil Lennon will be thinking it's over. You know, knowing the, the type of guy he is and personality he is. And I think he'll be on it. Peter Lowell and Dermot Desmond to go and get him a centre half and a goalkeeper that wouldn't surprise me I still thinking, I still will think that he thinks it's possible that he can he can claw this back he's done it as a player I think under Gordon Stratton's team so he's yeah. been there and done it before um, so I'm sure he'll back himself if, if, again. if you're Celtic you don't give up but but I think it's, it's twin pronged from their point of view you don't give up on the title right now until it's arithmetically impossible but you've got to get some long term planning in place. You've got to get recruitment in place. You've got to get back to the level Celtic were at yep. in terms of recruitment. Those sort of players who do great business for you for a couple of seasons, then you make a profit on them. Yep. No, I agree with you. But in terms of Rangers, I think there's a, a different level of expectation now. Mm-hmm. People, yep. f- supporters are expecting them now to go and win. So th- 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 there's a different pressure. And it'll be interesting. I, I do firmly believe that they'll be able to handle that, that expectation. I think everyone thinks that, but you never know. And Neil Lennon's a fighter, isn't he? You know, never write him off. Rangers, I mean, 19 points clear, 22 games unbeaten, top flight in the league. Uh, and that's why they're there. But we'll be with you all the way. We're on again tomorrow night. It's the former Celtic and Scotland star Jackie McNamara and the former Northern Ireland and Motherwell star Stephen Cragen with Rob McLean tomorrow evening. Thanks to Cy. Good luck for your next match. Barry, yours tomorrow night, hopefully on. Yeah, it's 50-50 whether it's going to be on. We'll just need to see how the weather is through the night. Okay, and everyone, take care. Lockdown starts at midnight. Look after yourselves. Stay tuned. Uh, Breakfast will be back uh, with Crofty and Grado. And we'll see you tomorrow night. 
at 5pm. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Have your boiler serviced, replaced or repaired this winter. Let's go! Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 